1: People celebrate the holidays, but you, you dominate the holidays. You deck the halls, the mantle, and anything else that will stand still. You deserve a bold cold brew that's as festive as you. Topped with creamy cookie butter cold foam, covered in cookie butter crumbles, and perfectly pairable with our new cookie butter donut, Dunkin's Cookie Butter Cold Brew is a delicious match for your decked out domination. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply.
4: Everybody, welcome back to the Project Manga Podcast where we cover Ayashimon, Mission Yozakura Family, Jujutsu Kaisen, Dr. Stone, My Hero, and One Piece week to week. Back this week, covering weekly Shonen Jump issue number seven. I'm your host, Eagle Knox,
5: and I'm Melo Yenis.
4: And as always, before we get started, we would just ask that you take a look in that description box down below where you can find links to any and all of our individual social media accounts, such as Twitter, online communities like Discord, audio listening platforms to consume the podcast on, as well as uh, ways to support the podcast by, you know, looking at our online store or checking out our Patreon. So uh, also while you're down there, you'll be able to find convenient timestamps that will allow you to navigate the video and avoid spoilers for series you're not current in. And also, while you're down there, like the video and subscribe to the channel if you're not already. Yeah. And with all that said, yeah. IRS Week and Jump this week, all oh, across the board, great. for real
2: bangers all, all across the, the across. board, fire Absolutely. ass weekend joke. It's one of the strongest weeks in a while, I wanna say. <laughs> yes. when, it rains, yes. it pours, when it rains, it pours, boys. When it rains, it pours. When it
4: rains, it does pour, I swear these manga artists are like, hey, you,
2: you lined up, you ready? You about okay. to drop a banger? I'm about to good. drop a banger. You good? Gondaira, okay, Gege, <laughs> okay, I'm we cool all here. here. <laughs> 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 no, I, need, I
5: need to push up my schedule, I need to yeah. I need to sync up to these guys. Yeah, Hell yeah. yeah. Uh,
4: well, with that said, let's uh, jump right into it with chapter Eight of Ayashimon starting off. (laughs) Don't tell me it's in bad taste. Fire. And uh
2: dopo this chapter, man. Yes. Love love everything about it. We're continuing. Oh yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just I was just gonna say I just love the way that we're continuing to uh develop Dopo as a as a character and a villain. I feel like Yuji Kaku's delivery on that front has, has been really interesting and really well paced yeah i think so too yeah Yeah, and he's honestly very like terrifying
4: he's like yo fuck that fucking dual shit i ain't saying the words i ain't doing nothing i'm just about to beat your ass into a pulp yeah fuck i know you ain't killing me he's confident he's like i ain't getting into turn i ain't getting turned into coins today
2: yeah and it's and it's still it's still really early so it's like kind of to be expected to a certain degree but whenever dopo is in the scene we don't just get, like, power and character establishment. We also get, like, tons of world building, too, because the Suzumi drums, like, creating a separate space for conflict that can't be noticed is really cool. I don't know if we've gotten that already. Mm-hmm. I don't I think that might be new. But the conditions for the ritual duel seem to be, um, like, kind of getting, like, more, like, fleshed out here. I think you need to hit, like, I think you need to be... You have to have a particular placement of your goons with the Suzumi drums, and then you have to both agree to duel. And then maybe you have to change into your full yokai form to like kind of complete the ritual or whatever. To like I, well, he's got it into its rules or whatever.
4: From what we've seen so far, they have to like take their mask off. You yeah. Know, like and reveal their,
2: you know, yokai form. Yeah. And then they have to say the ritual duel words. Yeah. Right. Then, yeah. Um, I, I think that's what he's trying to like say here. He's like, I'm not saying the words. I'm not taking my mask off. This is not an official ritual duel. It doesn't follow those. Rules or whatever,
5: I think is what he's trying to say. It's like I don't yeah. need to and I don't want to, right. so I'm just gonna murk you right here, boys. Shoot him up, like yeah. <laughs> snap of the <laughs> really? finger. Yeah. I love it. It's so gangster, and it like it follows the sort of like um like fae spirit rules, like the idea like never say sorry to a fae, never like give them your name, never like actively accept things from them. You know, mm-hmm. those kind of things. You had to follow, like, old-school rules to, like, not get caught up in their magic or, you know, their bullshit. Right. Um, yeah. So I, cool. I really like that. Um, I think that it's less about, like, the mask coming off. Like, I think that a duel is going to force them to be their true selves, right? So sure. if, a du- if they have the duel, the yokai automatically unmasks to be their true selves. And because maruro's a Marabito, he's just, I'm just me, man. <laughs> like, let's go. Oh,
2: man, I need more Maribito information, like, so yeah, soon. Like, I'm I so want it, curious. like, right now, like, next chapter, like, type shit. Because if this fight does go, you know, kind of full full, uh, full frontal, full force or whatever, I feel like that would just be a good time to just get marabito information. You want to have that kind of... Um you know that kind of situation earlier i want to say rather than later cuz like if you if you if you give them, like a transformation to get through a certain kind of situation like later in the game the later you do that like yeah it's hype but like you have to worry about how it kind of um fits in with the rest of the progression of the of the protagonist up until that point i feel like if you do it earlier since we've already kind of gotten a little bit of a hint of what marabito are in this world and this is his first like real kind of conflict that he can't just punch his way through seemingly I feel like now er, uh, better earlier than later would be to get the, the Marabito explanation and then build off that you know as the series continues rather than having him punch through a bunch of shit for 50 fucking chapters and then finally you know capitalizing on the Marabito information like at a more dire point I feel like would not hit as hard personally
3: mm.
5: yeah so I really like the Akari's like reactions to a lot of things that go throughout the chapter. Um, like I, I really liked like the moment where he cries.: Oh sure. Just to skip a little past like the fight because the fight's amazing, and I yeah. think we'll definitely go in depth on that, but right like, right right. There's this moment where um, he sees the hor- the car- carved horn sheath. <laughs> on page 15 and cries on page like 18 um uh, yeah yeah and, and after seeing that and like seeing like the ice abilities in the fight um it made me wonder if he was sort of like like a yuki onna type yokai you know okay. the ice the ice woman
3: hmm. and
5: because like Dopo is, like, masculine-presenting, but there's a lot of feminine traits and, like, demons. Supernatural creatures are always, in my mind, as seen as sort of, like, they are beyond gender. They choose the form that suits them the best. Yeah. So I wonder if D- Dopo Kari is actually, like, a Yuki Ona ice woman mm. and that they Ooh. had affection for the previous chairman. Kyo, yeah. He- yeah, because I feel like they're just like they were a little jealous, Yeah. Right? Like they, they, it seemed like this is emotional. This is something that tied to them, and there's a reason why they were like, okay, you know, if I can't have the person, I can have their legacy, and maybe that's why they took over the Enma Syndicate. Sure, because they're like, if I can't have you, then I can have the thing that you were.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, um, yeah. I didn't, I didn't really think about it like that. Like I definitely felt that. Dopo had some kind of sentimental attachment to the previous chairman Keo and that's why like the tear kind of came down. I didn't think about the ice woman, I didn't think about jealousy or anything like that. The way that I kind of looked at it was it's like hey, chairman died. We all fucked with him, but we were all kind of waiting for our chance to kind of be him or be them. Mm-hmm. I don't you know what I mean? So once his death was kind of confirmed naturally all of the other syndicates would be like all right i'm up next you know what i mean like this is just the natural progression of things i feel like i have what it takes to be the next chairman i'm stepping up to do that Mm -hmm. and then now being reminded you know of of chairman keogh in this way brought about a tear of like man i really miss that guy but like this is the way the world is now like i'm on top now like i i run i I run this shit now you know what i mean like kill the girl that sucks that you know Keo had a daughter, and like I respect that about, you know, Keo, and you know, I feel things for that, but at the same time, it's like this is my playground now. Like, we gotta keep it moving. You know what I mean? It's kind of how I interpreted the scene. But, yeah. but that that Ice Woman, that Ice Woman shit is cool because like you never know when that lore research is is going to come out, you know, inside of inside of this series. Because Yuji Kaku, if there's one thing that he's really good at, it's research on the subject matter that he's writing about you know what i mean so like you see that all yeah. all all over jigo karaku you know what i mean like that he's real serious about that kind of shit so you literally never know when that kind of stuff can pop up in ayashi I, th- yeah.
5: I think it's i think it's also like it's a good cultural climate to have characters that are um like gender ambiguous uh gender yeah. neutral or even like transgressing mm-hmm. um so, like, I like the idea of, like... Because, like, I like the idea of, like, Dopo being the Yuki Ona And he's like, well, I have this mask. This is who I want to be. Yeah. As opposed to, like, what I was, like... What I existed in the beginning as. Yeah. So, I like the idea of transformation. Um... And like the part where like they get punched and they kind of turn into like a snow a little bit where like they get yeah. punched through the face, yeah, yeah, so that's yeah, yeah. kind of where I, that's where it started getting it. And like the fact that they create like this large crystal yes. scythe out of their arm, that yes. was super cool. Yeah. And I like that it's like non-fire. Like they're like fire, and I was like, ah, sick. Okay, yeah. got your little yeah. tricky trick.
2: The ability to steal heat <clears throat> is really cool, and I think that like your ice demon or uh, ice queen like thing, like kind of like is starting to. To make a little bit more sense because like not only is he just stealing heat but he does kind of seem to break apart like snow when he's punched in the face i was wondering what that effect was i was wanted to ask you guys what you thought about that because it doesn't seem like it's just regular regeneration or you know or anything <laughs> like that or or whatever you know you'd think when you first look at it it does look like it could be a snow effect inside of yuji kaku's illustration style
5: yeah <clears throat> yeah it could um, be
4: snow or i mean it's tough to say because yeah. it doesn't look like snow or ice breaking apart. Right. It just looks just more looks like deleted. a paper kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, you know, or yeah.
5: Like,
4: I don't know, yeah, it's yeah. hard
5: to say. Exactly, it's tricky. Um, though, I like that they're using, like... He... I think that, like, Dopo is, like, a fantastic, like, torture-oriented bad guy. Like, yeah. his dialogue for that is just, like... Geez, that must hurt. What's that device used for? They're going to do that to me later. Getting to think that that's what breaks people's spirits. And then right. like him like casually breaking down what his abilities are doing to you. is like, yeah, if you freeze apart, you'll never get full function even if that because water in the cells <laughs> expand, freeze and shred the cell walls.
2: Yes. And oh, it's just yeah. like
5: it's just like this very like matter of fact, very yeah. clinical, detached, impersonal yes thing. He's and got I being a
2: gangster down to down to a T. He knows how to talk to you. He knows how murders. to like be cool while also giving information. You know what I mean? Like when he's talking about torture, and he's like, "See, you try to torture someone for information, and sometimes they can just take it. Or on the flip side, they could be so weak that they just die on you. But you torture someone in front of them." and that you know becomes a little bit more cause for compassion and just like them doing what you want them to do because it's not about them it's about someone else and especially inside of shonen storytelling and just manga storytelling in general you do get a lot of characters that are on some i don't care what happens to me type shit don't fucking hurt my friends or family you know what i mean so it feels like it's kind of playing on that while establishing this very, like, Robert De Niro in Casino, like, Joe Pesci in Goodfellas kind of, like, gangster villain that knows how to use, you know, real-world physics and explanations for things to to, to help plant that seed of doubt and worry, you know, like, whenever someone's, when, when he's explaining, like, cell walls and freezing and shit like that, like, me personally, I was, like, Yo, that makes a lot of sense. Oh my God, yeah. that would suck. Like, yo, like when that you, yeah, when you get scientific with it, it's like, okay, now I believe you even more. You know what I mean? And yes, it's like now yes. I'm even scared, more scared
5: type shit. I'm already worried about getting frostbite. Mm-hmm. Just every winter, it's a little in the back of my mind. I'm like, I hope I don't have to like go anywhere for like extended yeah. periods of times. Like, yeah. um. But, like, I live much closer to my workplace now, so it's a much easier to walk. Yeah. Um, but it's just like, it's like, ah, oh, Frostbite just sounds so bad. Ever since I watched that movie, Mr. Deeds, I've been terrified of getting Frostbite. Thanks, yeah. Adam Sandler. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
2: but nah, man, this chapter did a lot for, you know, the advancement of the plot. Um, but it was also, you know, packed with a bunch of cool subversions that play against the expectations that the series have kind of set up for us so far. Like, mm-hmm. and they even mentioned it themselves, like, in the chapter. Like, it's not a ritual duel. My fire isn't hot, etc. You know what I mean? Like, I love when I can feel the awareness of shonen storytelling history from the creator. And it's like, when do we stop giving you, you know, the same thing over and over and then subvert that when you're expecting, you know, something of the same. And it's like, when he was like, this ain't a ritual duel, you know what I'm saying? I was like, oh, okay. So... Maruo's not guaranteed to just win this, because I felt like if he would have been like, yep, it's the ritual duel, only one person can come out of those, and obviously the main character isn't going to die in Chapter 8, so, you know that. I mean. <laughs> Surprise! Yeah. Right, right, I just love that.
5: Oh, man. I, I, I think there's something interesting, because there's a lot of, like, hidden exposition in this, in this chapter, mm-hmm. I feel. Um, like, especially with the barrier drums and stuff, but the 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 carved horn nut dagger that she's given um on page fourteen mm. you'll regain your power that's your birthright as an Oni. Yes. So this confirms what yeah. ooh Ra 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 is. And that kind of makes sense because, like, the, the traditional, like, figure of, like, King Enma, Lord of Hell, is usually that giant guy with, like, the Oni tusks mm-hmm. and the horns, big red skin, like, Dragon Ball Z, the big, yeah. like, Bagua. Koenma's dad. Bagua. Yeah. Koenma's exactly. dad. Yeah. Yu Yu Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. And mm-hmm. so I'm like, Urara being an Oni, like, fits that image so much. So for me, I'm like, yes, traditional, like supernatural lore it's just like chef's kiss love that great confirmation but Um, this is
2: cool too because it's like urara was hinting at abilities that she had prior to this dagger's introduction in the narrative so she has her own kind of like personal abilities that don't rely on whatever her true form is that Hashihime seems to be you know, hinting yeah, like at she here. did that shit with the hair with bro, the hair like, and oh, she let man. the she let the kimono down and was like, don't get it twisted. I'm still that bitch or whatever she said man. when she was about to, to turn up or whatever. And it's like, man, it's like, OK, so she's going to have her own little personal shit and then she's going to pull the knife out and get crazier. Like, that's really cool.
5: I think it'll be interesting because I like, I think it'll be, uh, I think it'll be similar to like, she'll have ingenuity, right? She's used to working with like a limited amount of power and like working with, within her abilities and then getting a major boost. She might be trying to apply tactics, like the clever feints and stuff that she mm-hmm. had to use with less power.
2: Oh, uh, sure. To
5: a, like an even stronger power. And like, maybe she'll have a parallel to maruo where they can't control their strength because they're just not used to it Ooh. um i think that would be really nice because um she explained displayed like a, a remarkable protagonist moment for her in this chapter yeah. she was like yeah they're disposable pawns i can get rid of maruo i can just leave Hashihime, Fuck them and she's like
2: no, pull the dagger stay. out yeah, yeah gotta it's, it's like i got i got to i got to i got to hold my people down yeah absolutely pull yeah. the dagger out yeah <laughs> pull the dagger you know, out i'm just i'm yeah. really
4: curious to see how this situation's going to get resolved because like you guys have been talking about like this is an early in the story type situation with one of the you know top people who we think are looking at right now as a end of the story possibly at least end of the arc type yeah. boss yeah yeah And the main characters have to get out of it somehow. So I'm just, I'm curious to see how it's going to get resolved here. Yeah, no, because it's like, I feel
2: like it has to be just interrupted. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's no way Dopo goes down this early after being built up so well unless fucking Yuji Kaku just has a litany of incredible main villains that we can just go through, you know what I mean? Like, after, like, however long, you know? But it seems like Yuji Kaku is really trying to set up Dopo to be a a consistent factor yeah in the conflict for at least a little bit longer than maybe even a first arc like i can see him lasting like at least like 30 chapters saga you know, type yeah B. type shit you know what i mean but but yeah i love i love the the urara like moment of staying to fight for maruo because after that when she does stay then we go into you know dopo talking shit to her like you know, there, his, his people are like, didn't you just say that, you know, she's Chairman Keogh? He's like, hey, don't worry about that. It doesn't matter. Blow her brains out. She was hidden away, oh, yeah. right? She made sure, he made sure no one even knew she existed. <clears throat> that means she's a nobody. She's not worthy of officially inheriting anything. He abandoned her. That's gotta be, like, a major point of, you know, Ura-Ra's character, at least in terms of, like, introspective like doubt or struggle or trauma fear, or anxiety, yeah. personal fear or whatever. And he just fucking like stimulated that. And Maruo can feel that. And he gets up and was like, nah. You know, he's he's dumb. Like he doesn't like understand her like mode of thinking entirely. But like she she doesn't know that she was, you know, contemplating just leaving them and, you know, because he's expendable mm-hmm. or whatever. But she's there now getting torn you know getting uh ripped on by by dopo and he's like no i gotta hold my homegirl down hits the fucking gear second pose boom that panel is so fire
5: i love that he does like a manga reference i want to see how many manga references we can find in his like fighting stances
2: yeah and i hope that they're all really you know i hope that like the whole manga protagonist thing it's like whatever it's (laughs) early you want to like you want to talk about it in dialogue all the time because that's the gimmick like that's the theme that's the thing and that's like totally fine or whatever but like how long is that going to be you know cool until before it gets, like, annoying or something like that. And I feel like Yuji Kaku is aware enough about that to where, like, he can give it to you in dialogue just enough to where it's not, like, overbearing and annoying. But then mostly it just comes from little illustrative references, you know, or at least more subtle mm-hmm. references in the dialogue than just shouting, I want to be a manga protagonist. No, like, we see it in his fighting style and, and yeah. shit like that. So that's good enough
5: a lot of the time. I uh, like yeah. that Yuji Kaku trusts his reader Mm-hmm. To be smart enough to see it when they see it. Like, right, it's right, just right. like, hey, I don't need to ham hand this. I don't need to spell it out. I don't yeah. have to have him say, I want to be the Hokage and then strike a fighting post like every time. He's just like, no, no, no. You're you, going to get it. You're going to get it. Because, exactly. like, even the point of like, like, you were talking about like page 18 where he's like really throwing every emotional damage that he can at mm-hmm. Urarara. Um, he does it the entire time. He refuses to look at her. And he's like, and he says, even, it's like, shoot her now before I, and it's like, does that mean he can't do it himself? Does that mean he can't bring himself to do it? And he's like, no, 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 I can't do it. Men, take care of it. I am deferring responsibility for this action because I cared for the Keo family.
2: Yeah, I'm thinking maybe like, you know. (laughs) shoot the girl do it before i change my mind before i mm. you know get too sentimental in the moment and let yep. her escape or something like yeah. yeah i think you're spot on with that that was fine i think
5: so too because like right. he refuses to look at her and the way he like really tears her apart it feels like um like like an emotional like reflex right mm. like they're like oh no no i have like i had a plan i was going to do all these things I've got new information. Fuck, I hate this. I don't like how I'm feeling about this. Yeah. I'm going to violently react the opposite and try to find justifications yeah. to hate her.
2: Wow. Fuck yeah, that was so well said. I, I love that. Yeah. I'm, I'm right on board. I'm on board with that as well. Yeah. Um,
5: so I feel like eventually he might try to like get them into the Enma Syndicate
2: Oh shit, he might fight Maruo, and like the interruption is, I don't want to fight you anymore. I want you to join my team.
5: <laughs> yeah, and then they've already started war with every other gang. So mm. now Maruo would have a bunch of people to fight. And I think it would be fitting with the series because, like, on page 22, 23 at the end of the thing, he's like, I admire your loyalty. And he's like, Loyalty, what do you mean? This is gratitude. All I've been waiting for is a fight, and you're strong. You're a scumbag, and you won't go down no matter how many times I hit you. This, this is a first for me. I think I'm in love. Yeah, (laughs)
2: straight up, yes. Oh man,
5: I I love Moreau. He's so gritty, and I'm like, oh, this kid's, this kid's cracked. He's broken. I love him. Yeah, (laughs) look at this fucking panel on
2: twenty-two. Like, this is gratitude. Like, he just looks like such a menace. (laughs)
5: He yeah. is a menace to society. Yeah, sure I mean, that. did you see what he did to that bakery? <laughs> yeah, for real.
2: For, did you see what he did to everything that he's ever come in contact he's with? Ever yeah. <laughs> he's Dude. fucked up though. Like
4: he's about to die.
2: <laughs> Umaru. Yeah. Yeah. He looks. He
5: looks pretty fucked up.
4: But... <sighs> like that last panel.
2: Yeah. yeah.
5: Yeah. You never. You never know. Because <laughs> I want to see. I want to see how this. Panza. I'm really interested because I like I love that Yuji Kaku has created a thing where it follows a lot of tropes, it has enough subversions where I genuinely don't know where this is going,
2: right? And I love I've got that a couple feeling. theories, but yeah. I love that feeling. It's yeah. the best.
5: I'm so glad we picked this up this series. Oh, like, yeah, yes. dude. Yeah. Um, but that's it for Ayashiman for me. Yeah, I think, I, I'm, I think just I'm good too. To
2: I can't wait till the next chapter because it's like the, the, the last thing that I'm kind of waiting for in Ayashiman, before I'm like, yep, this shit's good, don't gotta worry about it. set it and forget it kind of thing, is, like, power for Maruo, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's hit a wall here now to where his current fighting style just is doesn't seem to be enough. I can't see him outright defeating Dopo this early, so after whatever interruption that happens, this whatever the next stretch of storytelling is would be a great opportunity for us to learn more about how Maruo can compete effectively in this series against stronger Ayashimon than the ones that he's kind of been facing, and Dopo Mm. kind of entering as that first example of why it's important that Mario learns more about the underworld and what it means to operate inside of it is going to be really important, you know, depending on how this fight in particular kind of ends. So, Mm -hmm. I'm dumb excited for the next chapter. I think with how well he did on, uh, what was the power system in,
4: um, Gino Brock Tau? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tau, I think, with how well he did with
2: Tau. Exactly. I think he Yes. Yeah. I, We're I, gonna be good. He knows how I, to do a good power system. Like
5: I really need to start uh I started just started like the first like three chapters of Jigo Karaku oh. personally. So like I need to check that oh. out. Oh, uh, I didn't I'm know gonna,
2: that you hadn't read yeah, Jigo Karaku. Really
5: well everyone's been talking about it, so <laughs> yeah. I was like, I need to I need to catch up, bro. But, oh like, man, um, yeah. I wonder if um Urara, like gains more hair power. You know, because mm-hmm. she already used her hair for a while. So if she can like further enhance her hair once she unsheathed the sword, the the dagger, mm-hmm. would she be able to like use her hair and like wreath Maruo in like demonic hair armor? Cause she, be, because because <gasps> yeah. she does like little like little spiral drills of hair. She yeah. did that once. Yeah. What if she creates like an like um like she cuts off a chunk of her hair wraps it wraps around like his fists and becomes like a little like knuckle dusters yeah like spiked knuckle dusters and he's like yeah demon energy
2: (laughs) that yo if that's like the way that they kind of link since he's like not actually a ayashima obviously they're talking about marabito stuff so he'll probably have a power Mm -hmm. set inside of that eventually but in the meantime kind of um you know to make up for his lack of yojutsu just teams up with fucking Urara in that way would be so fucking sick. <laughs> yeah, and yeah.
5: like, I think with like cutting hair that has to regrow or regenerate would be a good way to limit that kind of power boost. Could you say
2: that again? Your internet kind of like spiked oh, or dropped um, for a sec.
5: So, with like, if she cuts her hair and uses it as a weapon to burn. Uh, you know she has to let her hair grow back so i mm. think that like having that downtime for like that boost she's like i can't do this all the time mm. the more i cut my hair the more power i'm siphoning off of it the longer it'll take to it regrow. Works. so i can only do this sparingly
2: so it's like a visual representation of her mana pool which is like yeah, really cool that would be really i would cool love if that, that. as a thing because it's like okay it's a big fight i'm going to give you my hair cuts it down to like the bob or some shit you know what i mean like and then gives him the rest of the hair as like armor or whatever you're or, or whatever mm. you're saying and then after that fight it's like we know that they and maybe the hair grows back quicker like much quicker than usual just because of like Ayashimon stuff you know yeah, what i mean but like you just never know. You seeing never know. her with less hair as they go into the next conflict means that they don't have like the full range of capabilities that they had in the last conflict which builds stakes you know what i mean so that would be really <coughs> cool if there was a physical representation of that that would then somebody I mean, lobs her shit off in one arc and they're like <laughs> <"Noo!"> <laughs> yeah like at the start of the arc like someone ninjas behind her and just like cuts her hair off oh, before oh, the conflict even starts
5: no. she cuts <laughs> off like a big chunk of hair she throws it to maruo and then one guy just like super speeds grabs it into his hands and like incinerates incinerates
2: it, it all it's like it's well like... you don't have that trump card now now what are you gonna do it's... Like, yeah. that would be I crazy. Want, but
5: but I, I think that's a good way to, like, limit yeah. uses of boosts. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, like, sure. you can't just Power Ranger your way through this.
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I agree. And, I'd, and That's I'd love it that. for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I'm, I'm good on Ayashimon too.
5: I also am good on
4: Ayashimon. All right, well, with that, I think we can go ahead and get right into chapter 113 of Mission Yozakura Family. Uh title is da-da-da, da-da-da, where's the title? We
5: Nanao has over.
2: Nanao hazard. It's on the color page. Oh, it's
5: on the top color right
2: page. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nanao hazard. I fucking love this chapter, man. It starts off as like a like this horror like slasher movie. horror flick vibe. That's like <laughs> one of my favorite things about like times in 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 Yozakura family like this. It's like these kind of chapters start off with some wild situation that make you go like how did we get here and then <laughs> And the storytelling, like, loops back, you know, jumps back a bit and shows you. I think that's a brilliant mm, yeah. strategy for the more, um, for the more, like, slice condensed. of life. Yeah, like, whole story in one chapter kind of episodes of, mm. of, of Yozakura family.
5: It needs to go that way. Yeah, because there's, there's yeah.
2: instantly something that has you go, I need to see how the rest of this chapter pans out so I can get an explanation on this.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Definitely.
4: Yeah, it was, uh, this was a nice, feel-good chapter. I like this. Um, Especially the moment at the end between um, Kyoichiro and Nanao. Super wholesome. Yeah. Big brother, little brother moment. Yeah, that's the major point um, for sure yeah that's the major point i mean obviously but dude,
5: uh, dude now is such a good slasher like he for he, real though he's <laughs> he such is. a good slasher he's got like the face like the immovable mask yeah. he's, he's got big the and imposing play. yeah yeah he's got medical equipment it's terrifying <laughs> nobody yeah. likes it it's yeah. like and, and like i medical think medical
2: equipment yeah
4: and
5: <laughs> the comedy I
2: mean, fit the comedy fits in with it too because it's like how does this all start someone sneezed when someone sneezes when someone is sick in the Yozakura household, which is something I don't think that we have really seen up until now, I'm pretty okay. sure that's the point of this chapter. But yeah, whenever someone's sick in the household, everything goes on lockdown and now becomes super try hard, like you know, doctor mode. Like we're not letting this shit spread. You're getting the you're getting the the, the drugs you need. Like we're we're doing this shit seriously, and it's like. It's just so good for his character.
5: Yeah, yeah it's like, doctor, doctor, give yeah. in the news. I'm slowly walking towards you. <laughs>
2: yeah. Jason, yeah, and I was I was uh, talking about it on Twitter too a little bit about how like any <clears throat> any sibling can be paired, you know, with any other and there's always such a dope dialogue, you know, between them. And mm-hmm. there's always some, you know, amazing connecting theme between the two siblings that are interacting that just make the scene pop. You know what I mean? Like, this is first eldest son talking to youngest son. Like, that's so relatable for a lot of people, and it just makes so much sense that this would be the kind of conversation that these two specific characters would be having with each other, and it's just... it's just so so good. It fits so well. It's so organic. It's so brilliant in that way, that, of how Gondaira does that with his character dynamics.
5: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like it's also, like, um super topical after like three years into a pandemic where everyone's just like, Hey, you're sick, okay, we need to we need to take care of this and it's oh, like, hey yeah. man, let's relax, let's relax. It's like, no no no, we got it. Yeah, do it! Yeah, no, come on, I, I never
2: even thought about that. There is like kind of you know like a really strong prescience to it in that way with with coronavirus and shit like that. Like it's
5: it's super topical and yeah. like now it's just like nope, we're gonna we're gonna fix this shit right now. <laughs> no ifs ands or buts. I yeah. like that like. Because, like, the Yozakura siblings are all mostly kids. Mm-hmm. I like that, like, they have that fear of needles and stuff. Yeah. And they're like, come on, you're spies, and you're afraid of just little... injections." like, shut up, you don't have to do it. And he's like, no, no, I was just thinking to myself, I've done so much worse to myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> um, I like how he bypassed his own siblings just because of his knowledge of them. Like... Mm. the the wall moment he's just like yo i've got the hall sensors he's like he's like the walls are outside your range of sensors that's basic knowledge shion
2: yeah (laughs) (laughs) and what did he say about shinzo did he say anything about shinzo okay remember he's like
0: imagine your new bathroom
1: So we help each other. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. That's why I'm inviting you to try our amazing Beachbody fitness and nutrition programs. Let us help you succeed. Here's Al. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Oh yeah, he's like,
2: the walls are outside your range of sensors. That's basic knowledge, Shion. And then your awareness of family is lax, Shinzo. Because it's yeah. like, you're older, like you should fucking be ready for you know everybody's not strategies the way i am yeah you know what i mean like yeah that shit's great
5: yeah um, i love that also the fact that he's enhanced himself to the point where he's just like
3: yeah i can just
5: smack uh that like lightning bolt that you oh call yeah at me, i don't care
2: backhands that <laughs> shit yeah my cell since my cell layers are so thick your attack only tickles a little bit and it's like and then that smile
5: that goofy smile (laughs) i love when
2: i love in stories where you have a character with like a fixed facial expression either because they're wearing a helmet bucket or whatever Mm -hmm. this is or they're wearing like a legitimate like you know iron man helmet or something or whatever i love when the illustrator is aware of that and, like, positions the character in ways to where it feels like you're seeing emotion from that mask when you're really not, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, a good example in the West for this is, like, Robot from Invincible, you know what I mean? Fucking same face at all times, but the lighting, the the angle, the, the, yeah, you know, but, yeah, shit like that can show you, you know, emotion in the mask or the helmet, which is, which just always slaps.
5: Yeah. robot has like so many like bitch please moments like really yeah. motherfucker yeah
2: <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah straight up fucking oh, uh, man. man now i'm like thinking of like even more like examples uh, genba in elusive samurai fucking, yes
5: um uh... mandalorian
2: ooh yeah i haven't seen mandalorian but that's probably got a ton of those too
5: some of my friends have been telling me about that stuff and they're just like, yeah, he seems so expressive despite Mm -hmm. having no helmet, like, a helmet on all the time. Yeah. And I thought it was really interesting the way that, like, he really operates with having a helmet where he moves his entire body and not his head. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He just, like, shifts (laughs) wherever he's looking.
2: Oh. I remember we talked about this a bunch when we were reviewing Chainsaw Man, too, about, like, the range of emotion that Denji's Chainsaw Form base can yeah. like kind of have subtly yeah yeah, yeah yeah some cool shit man
5: oh yeah like there's a part where like he just looks like he's roaring and it's just like that looks tragic
2: yeah and oh you're like, talking about denji man- right now right yeah yeah, 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 uh, yeah denji
5: where he's like roaring and it's like man you managed to make him look tragic in this moment because the framing and like yeah. all this other stuff that's amazing like, when he's fighting that's...
2: aki too i remember we had a conversation in the chapter where he fights aki and uh and, like, just, like, a- after the conflict is, like, over and his, like, kind of, his chainsaw form kind of melts away, like, right before that, there's a couple panels of of him in chainsaw form just looking so sad almost, you know what forlorn. I mean? Forlorn, yeah. yeah. forlorn, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it's I don't know, man, stuff. getting back to Yozakura, I don't know. Um, I I love this chapter, dude. I love when we get these little breaks from the overarching narrative, because, it's like, considering where we're at in the story, uh, the one-off, like, sibling-focused chapters that focus on their more personal trauma and like anxiety are going to be better follow-ups to the main overarching narrative arcs. You know what I mean? That, uh, mm-hmm. that are getting more and more serious as time goes on. You know what I mean? Like there's always going to be comedy and cutesy romance shit. Cause that's just the kind of, you know, family that, that they are and the kind of manga that this is, but these more introspective one-offs that focus on siblings, like personal struggles and how they overcome them with specific interactions between specific family members Mm -hmm. like it just feels much better for these newer in-between arcs because we're at a point where we know these characters well enough already we're past that initial characterization and development it's time for growth and progression inside of the characters and the best way to show that is by giving them storytelling like this later on in the story you know what i mean so
5: Mm -hmm. i mean also i like the little like um page sixteen, seventeen. um I really like that the uh when he's taught when Nanao's talking he's like even though it's my specialty i'm powerless it's the opposite koichiro everyone coddles me because i'm the youngest he doesn't make eye contact and even the dialogue bubbles cover his eyes and it's like these are thoughts that he has to himself uh and like it's like, you know, it's masking who he is, right? As yeah. opposed to, like, the truth of it, where, like, when he's talking about, like, we are the Yozakura siblings, we are each other's families in Congress, superiority and inferiority doesn't matter. That's when you see Nanao's eyes, and he's like, you know, hey, this is the truth of it. Here's what's really important, not this mm. stuff that you're putting on yourself, putting Ooh. over yourself, literally. No,
2: that's really um, cool, man. The dialogue bubble's covering his eyes while he's talking about his anxiety. And then, and his self-doubt, and then Mm -hmm. just being able to see his eyes once he has that, you know, um, conversation or that that specific back and forth with with Kiyoichiro, where he addresses that and goes, you don't need to worry about those things, you are great, you've done a lot already, now... The dialogue bubbles are not covering his face anymore because it's just yeah. him now, and he's like coming to terms with that. That's really cool mm-hmm. analysis. I, I, like. I
5: like I like the little little subtle touches when yeah, it comes to like visual that. story storytelling. Yeah, like, you're always really, really good enjoy on those. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I like that he's just like, it's like, aren't you contradictory? He's like, there's nothing contradictory. I'm the oldest son. That's still contradictory, and it's just like, um, and doesn't no? is it
2: i was wondering what he meant by contradictory it's because of how he is with mutsumi right
5: um i was saying that he's like birth order doesn't matter and then he immediately says i'm saying this as the, as the oldest brother so that means it's the truth and it's like isn't that yeah. in itself it's contradictory, contradictory. He's like, no 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 it's oh, not contradictory. Oh. I'm oldest, obviously i'm right and yeah i was like young old doesn't matter i'm right i'm telling the truth because i'm the oldest yeah like, okay you just you just yeah. saying shit whatever you, whatever you want to say don't you and he's yeah. like maybe
2: <laughs> 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 okay maybe. i was like i totally didn't get that at first but now i
5: do so thank you yeah i thought it was cute very cheeky yeah. um on like page 21 the like super bitter medicine is probably the most like accurately asian thing i've ever seen um, <laughs> because when i was 19 i caught dysentery and mono at the same time oregon, oh my myself god. oregon trail myself trail. i was about to say yeah, yeah, I, I i was in the hospital for like a couple months oh my um, god dude but they had me eat so much garbage herbal medicine like they had like a bunch of herbs pounded into like a like a thick paste and it was in a plastic bag and you unzipped it and you dumped boiling water into it shook it all up to make it like dissolved and drink it all and it was always like the most vile shit i'd ever had Jesus. <laughs> but like like chinese medicine is like their preventative medicine is so good like I've been taking like this like jade windscreen like bitter medicine like every day for like last two three years, and Shit. I still haven't had covid oh nice yeah nice and like i'm I'm around people like yeah i was I, say. I am around people at my workplace that are like yeah. you know or like they're like, oh yeah, I was exposed over the holidays or like oh this and that, and I'm like. I had lunch with a guy who told me he positive, tested positive like the next day, and I was like, "All right, well, I'll just hang out and get tested." He's like, "Negative still," and I'm like, "Cool!" He was <laughs> breathing I, right in my face. The oh, wow. systems, like,
3: like, yeah. fire
5: yeah so like i just think it's really interesting on that point like um especially like the herbal medicine because it is so fucking bitter
2: yeah and kiyotaro's like i don't want nothing to do with that and they're like (laughs) he's like pin him down
5: (laughs) (laughs) we got stabbed in the neck okay we had to run from now we were fighting for our lives yeah and you you could just hear him
2: screaming in the background like you know like that's that uh (laughs) that that one background scream that's like always used in like spongebob and shit
5: the wilhelm scream
2: (laughs) yeah yeah i don't know what it's from or whatever but yeah everybody knows what scream i'm talking about (laughs) my leg yeah time
5: (laughs) my leg it's when he's fall- it's like when he's falling down the giant like elevator tunnel it's just like Aah. yeah it's like it,
2: like it like it's like literally like the onomatopoeia or not the like the the dialogue the the specific lettering for it just like the g into the y into the A. yeah like i could just hear it like yeah, <laughs> yeah type shit but yeah that's all uh, that's all i had for Yozakura, man i don't know yeah. um Right now in Kyoichiro Kyo chapter, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. I was waiting for this interaction, and I didn't even know it. You know what I mean? Like, it was, it was right on time. I feel like for both
5: characters, it Our was character. very in ca- in character. Um, especially with like Kengo's like overly laissez-faire attitude being his own undoing. Mm-hmm. Straight up, and it's just like, ah, oh, that that's nice. I like that. Like, I love this family. It's it's a very short sweet chapter mm-hmm. just uh adorable oh yeah despite being based off a horror movie
3: right
4: <laughs> hell yeah well i think that that does it for uh chapter 113 of mission yosakura family hell yeah well with that i think we can go ahead and move right into chapter 171 of Jujutsu Kaisen. yeah Tokyo number one colony part 11 so and this weird. chapter was a fucking slapper
2: <laughs> for literally everything that Jujutsu Kaisen does well. I feel like it's in this chapter and it's firing on all cylinders for real.
5: That us. No giant skeleton, but still really satisfying fight. This right. was so, so much fun. Skeleton. Yeah, we didn't so see what much was.
2: Much yeah, we, we we're not we're not really getting that in play yet, which is like really interesting because it's like why put that as like a visual thing if you're not gonna do anything with it? And I'm not saying that Gege is not gonna do anything with it. They just didn't do anything with it right away. I still feel like it's going to be. It's a factor. not complete. Yeah, I, well, I just still feel like it's going to be a factor in this fight, regardless. So that, and and if not, then. It's like, man, what a tease. It's like, when are we going to get that? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. also, like, I, I was. I mean, what if it's if... like.
5: Go ahead. Oh, I was looking at the art and what, like, on page one, where the nerve endings are, like, spreading. And then on page two, you see, like, the energy of, like, that thing, sp- like, arcing out yeah, yeah, towards yeah. everywhere. Um. So I was wondering if it was, like, that was, like, representative of him right and the nerves are connecting to the building right and that's why it's all him all oh his that's what
2: creates like the pseudo bubble effect of mm-hmm. the domain yeah is, is these and the nerves to even of dovetail
4: off that a little bit
2: yeah what if that bone structure
4: thing ends up being like his brainstem, basically and the chimera a... shadow garden, like, the domain is actually, basically, you're within his mind. Hey, yeah. And that's I mean, why he can control fucking shit going on, the shadows in there, he can I pop think... up anywhere he wants, he can make clones, bro, he can do whatever the fuck. That's actually I pretty that cool I, to think about. I think about.
5: that's actually more accurate, because, like, I like that he creates, like, a brainstem out of his own cursed energy, the nerves, you know, expand, and, like connect the space with that and then like every shadow puppet creature that he summons is part of his imagination yeah right because it's like you know um shadow puppetry literally is about imagination and like stuff like that so i don't know um yeah i liked that like reggie was still super confident and like using like the esoteric technique hollow wicker basket which is like the proto simple domain yeah this is
2: what makes me like i think i'm a little bit more on board that reggie is you know an old sorcerer sorcerer now just just off of that one narration box like this is the original form of the new shadow style simple domain and it's like okay Mm -hmm. well yeah that's that's pretty much seals it for me right now you know what i mean it's like why would he have access to this unless you know he specifically comes from the clan that you know created the technique or or whatever yeah. mm-hmm. he could still be a modern sorcerer but like this just makes me feel really strongly that he's an old school sorcerer at least in, at this point mm-hmm. i mean, not I mean even He could
4: be you know because i'm sure receipts in it in a rudimentary form at least have existed for a long time like mm. people would at least record like okay this person bought this item for this much yeah i wonder how far back just... receipts
2: go in history That's yeah. a good question
4: Simple, simple Google search will tell us. True. <laughs> um, actually,
5: so there's a guy named uh, Ian Nasir okay. um, from Dilman, and he uh, traveled through like um, like Mesopotamia, and he was basically from the 18th century before Ooh. Christ. Okay. Um, and. They have receipts about him selling poor copper and ripping people off. And apparently some guy collected all of the bad complaints on these stone tablets about Ia Nasir. And that's the only reason we know about this guy. And let's be honest, it was probably that guy who was just like yeah, I ripped off all of these people, my little trophies, yeah. That's like so where it, the curse that,
2: comes from
4: originally for the technique. back I mean, to around 7500 BC, the first receipts of transaction came in the form of balls of clay to represent the com- completion of trade. These were usually related to the exchange of livestock or occasionally mm-hmm. beer.
2: So, yeah. I, he could be an ancient sorcerer. Yeah, even yeah. with a technique like this. It's really just his dialogue Although, kind of, um, you know, you know his dialogue around a bunch of balls of clay would be a little a little more cumbersome than yeah yeah than than a, receipts. A dress. maybe yeah, that's
4: why he invented receipts. this uh maybe that's why he invented and got used to this kind of armor of receipts aesthetic because you could have clay armor maybe he's got a bunch of clay slats bop 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 armor yeah, yeah. and that's why uh, he kind of got used to the the,
5: the receipt armor vibe i really do like like the receipt armor because it reminds me of like that traditional grass cloak that is like very (coughs) of older times and even though he has like you know kind of like the weird facial hair and like the tattoo that says indomitable and stuff um which kind of implies like a more modern sense um the long hair is, like, an old thing. So, like, um, in, like, Native American tradition, they view that, like, long hair is um, a conduit for, like, connected spirituality and, like, sensitivity and awareness. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Back in, like, oh, was it World War One or World War Two? One of the two things. They had Native American um, trackers and scouts who were, like, some of the best of the best. And when the military shaved their heads because military wants you all to be alike, mm-hmm. they suddenly had, like, abysmal results oh wow <laughs> like their effectivity like dropped down drastically and they changed policy i think because of that they're just like we fucked up somehow we don't yeah. know what we did but we, we know it. that after we did this yeah it got fucked yeah so let's let's maintain this
2: we yeah need all know. the advantages
5: we do um... I, I like the
2: idea of reggie being an, an old school sorcerer the only thing mm-hmm. that that really just kind of sets that back for me is his, is his dialogue just feels really modern and and on top mm-hmm. of that he seems to be like really familiar with modern technology like he he spawns the fucking
6: mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing chumbo casino
7: online i was only playing for fun so winning was a dream come true
6: Chumba casino was america's favorite free online social casino you too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes Absolutely, anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to jumbocasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.
2: You know, he spawns the. the p- yeah, he spawns the, the fucking best. yeah, the the moped and just hops on that bitch, confident as hell as he's riding through. And it's like that can be explained inside of the technique too. It's like whether you're familiar with the appliance or or the item or not. The technique just gives you all the information that you need in order to use it effectively. Like that could totally be a thing um, too. But well, still,
5: he did direct his daggers to fly, so he might just like be able to like direct the Vespa. And he's like, drive mm. where I point you. That's yeah. that's all I want you to do. Yeah. Just drive where I point you. Boom, It's simple command. And then I just and have it's to just hop
2: like, hitch a ride on it. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: And it's like if I can ride a horse, I can ride a Vespa. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'll um I. <sighs> it's hard because like the word esoteric literally means um intended to be understood by only a small number of people with specialized knowledge and i was like all right all right but like that's a lot of jujutsu stuff in general so like it's Mm -hmm. just like all right cool cool cool. i get it i get it. the name fits Um, like
2: inside of like simple domains specifically because it's like we see like pretty much every You know, like, all of these different Jujutsu techniques, and and we'll even see domains and whatnot sometimes, but, like, simple domains is, like, esoteric even further than that inside of Jujutsu sorcery. I want to say, like, we've only seen simple domains, what, like, three times? We got Naobito's, Mm -hmm. we got Miwa's, we got Ui-Ui's, and Mm -hmm. then now we have this one, so this will be the fourth simple domain, which I guess makes it, you know, a little bit more common than I originally had thought, but, like, still, like, I feel like this might even be, like, a meta- like a meta thing about like how difficult the 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 power system in general just is for like a lot of people you know what i mean to like kind of like grasp right away like a lot of people yeah myself included have like needed rereads of jujutsu kaisen to really understand what's going on a lot of the time which isn't an inherently negative thing it just seeing the word esoteric connected to a simple domain just like feels meta to me on behalf of like
5: gege but i think it's really interesting because it does like um it implies a sorcery meta right like mm-hmm. when it comes to video games you talk like okay these characters these builds like in like smite or Dota or league of legends yeah. like you know, it's like these items these builds these runes they're going to be very effective at these kind of things we build these things to counter that mm-hmm. right if you have a lifesteal deck then we have a life then we have a heal cut response right right so like i like that simple domain and hollow wicker basket are are things to negate the surefire techniques of domains because if that didn't if it's it's like um it just makes sense right like if you have era if, if you have um a gun a bulletproof vest is the the like immediate the hard thing. Counter, if you yeah. if you have someone throwing rocks at you, you have a shield. Mm-hmm. You have, you know, if someone's going to shoot uh, slash at you, well then you have armor. Like it right. just
2: makes But sense. none of those things are all encompassing counters and defenses against every kind mm-hmm. of strategy because it's like if you have the, you know, bulletproof vest when I try to shoot you with a gun, then I'll just stab you in the neck with a knife. You know what I mean? It doesn't yeah. cover everything. You exactly. Know? I like yeah. that though.
5: Yeah. I, I really appreciate that. And it's really exemplified in this fight because he's like, Yeah, ha, huh, I've out I've I've been two steps ahead of you this entire time. No surefire hits. And he's like, I'm not gonna do a surefire hit, but I'm sure gonna hit you. <laughs> like... Yeah, no, I love
2: I love <laughs> that we're getting confirmation on a couple of things that we were talking about last review inside of domain mechanics and more specifically. Incomplete domain mechanics because we were asking questions last review. Like, okay, so he's kind of mimicked the bubble effect of domains by coming into this like stadium or this gymnasium or wherever the fuck he is. So we've got like you know a like a a pretty much complete domain, but it's not actually complete. So what does that mean for things like sure hit? Does Megumi even have a sure hit? Does And would he have a sure hit just because this, like, pseudo bubble completion is active right now? Is he going to be able to um, nullify the effects of enemy jujutsu techniques the way that domains normally do when they have a bubble? You know what I mean? And we're getting the answer to those questions in here. Reggie is still able to use his technique inside of this domain, even though it is technically complete. So we're getting a lot more information on what this kind of situation means for a character like Megumi or any other character inside of Jujutsu Kaisen that we could eventually meet that also has an incomplete domain and the variables and just different branches that we have inside of the strategy because of things like incompletion versus completion is just like makes the combat and just the, the events so much more interesting because it's like, we know a lot, but there's a lot more that we don't know and that we want to know now because of Mm -hmm. this situation. So it's just really cool someone said it um in the comments section of the chapter and i like copied their their message and put it into my notes because it was literally just like word for word bar for bar how i felt after i read the chapters from Ebon sean is the commenter and his quote is i positively love the way that akutami has the cause and effect relationships of this combat magic system so very clearly mapped out it makes it so realistic and organic when new possibilities are explored via subverting the pre-established conditions in ways the reader wouldn't think of beforehand and i read that shit and i was like yo that's how i felt But you said it like so much better than i than i could have put it together so i had to shout out Ebon Sean in this review for that comment yeah. and I usually nice. don't spend a whole lot of time in comment sections for new chapters as I don't want to feel like my analysis is like influenced by something someone said but like I saw a comment when I was glancing through that like triggered me about someone complaining about how convoluted the, the combat mechanics and the system inside of Jujutsu Kaisen is and how like I don't remember exactly what they said, but I just remember just being it like, "It felt wrong." Yeah, it just felt so so <laughs> wrong. Like, and not like,
5: agree with you at all? I'm... <laughs> and,
2: yeah, and like, convoluted with like the connotation that that user kind of had on it. It's like no, like more complicated than Shonen power and and combat usually is. Like sure, but like that's not really Jujutsu Kaisen's fault. You yeah, know what I mean like not having the full picture. Your first read doesn't equal convoluted at least not in the way that that this person was kind of trying to go about it like gege caring enough about power in their series to make sure that the events are all logically and technically consistent you know and feel good to the people that have been paying attention is not a bad thing you know what i mean like just go fucking read it again you know what i'm saying like
5: i mean it's hard to say like a series is convoluted or like an ability system is convoluted when like nen exists and like at yeah. the same time, I remember reading Bleach when Sosuke Aizen had his like turn. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert. Um, <laughs> but like that to me, I was like, like anything that involves Sosuke Aizen always to me felt so convoluted. I was like, I Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I feel like you're pulling a fast one on.
2: <laughs> yeah, like wait Every a minute. Time. Yeah.
5: Wait but, a like, minute. But like Jujutsu
2: Kaisen, like no. Like it doesn't and I feel like it I feel like one of the 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 factors of that is just could be potentially this is just like off the top of my head but like it's it's viewed kind of um on the surface as like a more meat heady kind of series right because the Mm -hmm. action is so you know well done and so high priority inside of the creator's um Inside of the creator's uh, motives for the series, right? Because it's like it's like when you when you break Jujutsu Kaisen down, it's like what are the things that stand out to you? The fucking action choreography is one of those first things, right? And it's like so when you have that translated so well into the anime as well, you get this could potentially get this idea that Jujutsu Kaisen is a meathead series, but while it's being that way. You know, like while it's focusing focusing on the action, the action is so in your face and high octane and well executed, like you could very easily miss a lot of the subtle, deep character and power system writing in between because you're so, you know focused on how crazy the action choreography is. So then when it does get to a point to where you need to understand the power system to a certain degree to even understand the action that you're looking at, I can see how people who really haven't been paying as much attention as they should up until this point where the, the technicalities and the mechanics are so apparent in what's happening in the action, you'd go, whoa, 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 wait a minute. This is convoluted. This feels contrived. This feels, you know, you have all these negative things to say about it because you just weren't the kind of reader that the creator, you know, was, you know kind of catering to at that moment because you just didn't understand what kind of series it was entirely that's like super ranty and like you know like super specific but like that's just the vibe that i get from complaints like those you know so
5: that's fair um i think we fielded some complaints about like the choso fight in the shibuya arc and Mm they're like how come he's not slowing down after he used all that blood and it's like they did state that he is a cursed creature and doesn't actually die of blood loss problem solved sorry it's it's just a thing. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But getting into the action and choreography of oh this, this shit is fucking yeah. insane because he, he goes into the hollow wicker basket and was like, I'm in a domain. Domains have sure hit techniques. He's not, um, you know, considering the possibility that Megumi's domain is going to behave differently than the ones that he's heard about or the ones that he's experienced himself because it is complete, but because it doesn't feel incomplete. You know what I mean? Because he's in the stadium. All of his, you know, exits are kind of blocked, so to speak. He's in the the heart of the domain dealing with its effects, you know, so he's like, OK, it must behave, you know, like the way that I'm used to. So he goes into the hollow wicker basket and then, you know, Megumi is just using techniques inside of the domain, that aren't actually sure hit. So that's why he's like so surprised when the frog tongues come and grab his fucking ankles because <laughs> yeah. he's like, wait a minute, nah, I'm supposed to be blocking this. And then we get this information about, you know, domain amplification and the flashback to when Jogo and Hanami were to be wanting Gojo and how that whole kind of thing, you know, came about or whatever and how that's going into what Megumi is doing. Um, to a certain degree because now he's has the proper thought process on what's happening to him because he's thinking about all of the things that can happen inside of barrier techniques according to his knowledge and according to his experience and he's like okay i think i'm i think i understand what's going on here but it's still too late because the clones come out and do 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 start whooping his fucking ass
5: he can't move got your legs yeah. i haven't seen a beat down that brutal since like nanami and mm. uh yuji against uh, right like, bro get his ass the his clone ass. fucking comes up and grabs his ankle and swings him
2: towards fucking <laughs> the, uh, the other megumi who's readying like the barry bond's heart Home run hit with the fucking he's going, sword. He, like... He's
5: aiming for the leg. Yeah. Oh. He's oh. like, I'm gonna kneecap you, man. I'm just gonna go right to the kneecap. Really. I thought
2: he was like about to literally just slice this motherfucker in twain with this. Uh, that was a.
5: That was the. That was the.
4: I think that was a baseball bat, legit.
5: For real. oh wow. Yeah. I mean, he's got that sword. He's got that curt like blunt cursed sword. Oh okay. Okay. He's got that one cursed tool, and so you know that's the real Megumi Yeah. But, like, I just love that where he's just like, I got his leg. And he's like, I'm going to chop it off. Let's go. <laughs> just, like, Reggie's fighting for his life. I love it. Yeah. Um, and I like the way that each person, like, Megumi's smart enough to, like, I love that both characters do the smart thing, right? Like, they react and do what is logically the smartest possible move each time, but at the same time they're still framing things in a way that they're like, okay I don't know how many cards this guy's gonna pull I don't know what's in his hand, I know what I have, I'm still gonna dole out small amounts of stuff and Reggie figures it out pretty quickly he's like, hey man, like, why didn't you have, like, a bunch of tools and everything, like, my ability lets me pull stuff out of thin air you can too, but like, how come you don't? Cause if you can, you would right and i love that little observation and like the application of weight because i think it's really cool because it explains simple domain it explains domain expansion and we also got like a huge more part of exposition in that moment where he dumps the trucks yeah um and he's like yeah i figured out the secret to your shadow technique you literally carry weight in your shadow
2: yeah
3: and it's
5: just like oh
2: oh (laughs) Right. And which is a great caveat for, you know, something like this, because this is really his domain is really strong. Not only is he getting like the environmental stat buff from just being inside of his domain, but he has access to like way more techniques at the same time or in succession while he's inside of the domain. So and domains are supposed to be like the cheat code, you know, like I win technique, you know what I mean, Mm -hmm. in general. So, like, they're already naturally broken, but, like, just seeing the things that Megumi is able to do with an incomplete domain just seems like so much, like, there's so much more to it than other domains that we've seen besides maybe Gojo's, you know what I mean? So, having a caveat like that be introduced to kind of offset the overpowered nature of specifically Megumi's domain and also just re-establish the stakes... Of what's going on inside of this conflict just felt really good inside of this chapter, cause it's like now we have more of a reason to worry because there is a weakness that can be exploited by the enemy. So now the tables have almost kind of turned a little bit in in favor of Reggie. But then of course, you know, we have Nagumi's, you know, final final page kind of uh uh, strategy here with just dropping Max Elephant on top of him <laughs> and being like alright, who can hold more weight, me or you, it.
5: From pound, just, yeah. Just the slap. Yeah. I love that it, because he's like, you know yeah. what? I got really pissed off when you threw a truck at me I'm going to drop an elephant. Right, you. yeah, type That's shit. Type <laughs> it,
2: it just goes back into what, you know, that Iban Shan guy, you know, was talking about in his comment about cause and effect and, and how Gage plays with it inside of the the energy system. And mm-hmm. I just couldn't agree more with that. He literally took the words right out of my mouth for this chapter.
5: I love that Megumi tactically chose, like, even when Nue, because he was like, oh, I need to send Nue to go get after those receipts. He sends it from the ground instead of from the ceiling so that in case it doesn't get there in time, he doesn't lose that element of surprise. Like the frogs come out of the ground, mm-hmm. the the new way, the flying guy, even though it had to travel more distance, it came from out from the ground. And I love that kind of like, hey, focus on the ground, focus on the ground, yeah. focus on the logic, the common in sense it, logic of yeah. like, shadows are on the ground.
2: Yeah. It reminds me of that episode. Yes, shadows are on the ground. So that's like the logical route that most people would take as far as his manifestation. But what you were saying just a moment ago about like, look over here, you know, while I get something ready over here. You know what I mean? Uh, it reminded me of uh, Jackie Chan adventures because we've been kind of bringing that up in our in our <laughs> in our episodes a lot recently. I remember an episode where the grandpa's we'll whooping, by by yeah, 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 the grandpa's like whooping Aww. up some like ninjas or whatever or whoever the the enemies are, and he's just beating their ass like with straight hands, and then he gets to the last one and he's like trying to attack grandpa's hands or something like that but then grandpa kicks the fucking shit out of him and he was like you were so worried about my hands but should have been watching the foot you know what I mean or whatever and I was just like (laughs) I just remembered that episode of like damn nostalgia wave yeah Yeah. it
5: reminds me of like anytime they do that I always think of the phrase Kansas City Shuffle yeah lucky Lucky number Number seven, like
2: my favorite movie movie. ever
5: oh my god dude Mm, yeah bringing back Morgan Freeman for another episode Oh, hmm. have you heard of the creature down. called the, the schmoo
2: morgan freeman fucking ben kingsley bruce willis josh ah, hartnett so lucy Lou. there's so much star power in that movie and God it's like one of the best fucking stories ever in a movie for me if you haven't seen lucky number Eleven, go watch that shit
5: that's a great top five at
2: least top five at least
5: murder yeah. comedy
2: yeah amazing
6: Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Hey, Nissan, how do you get to the top?
2: Calculating. Proceed to 1959. Take a hard left in East Africa at the 71 Safari Rally. Veer right for 19 off-road championships in the Baja Desert. Proceed towards Moab. Take the trail to Hell's Revenge. Include
7: steep incline. Continue for the next million miles.
5: Um, where to first again?
2: 60 years, millions of miles, and the capability to take you anywhere. This
7: is the new Nissan.
2: But yeah, bro. Fucking... Jujutsu's crazy i wonder how this is gonna go right because it's like okay hold on because we have numbers on the weight here right megumi's also carrying the weight of the cars as well as the elephant right um, um i don't know if he i don't know if his um if his shikigami count towards that weight that was a question that i wanted to ask you guys like do you think that he is ma- i i doubt that he would put himself in a situation where he's already kind of being crushed by the weight of the cars and everything else involved that he would add another 7 to 10 pounds of that on himself Especially when Reggie's not already experiencing any kind of, like, weight-related mm. detriment the same way that he is. So I doubt that his Shikigami add to that. But still, we have, like, an idea of how much weight he's taking here. Because he's like, your current weight is approximately 2.4 tons. So that's what he's Megumi taking times. right now. and Which is massive. But then fucking Megumi drops Max Elephant. And we don't know how much that thing weighs. But we can assume that it's relatively close to, like, real-world Elephant. Which is what, like... Fucking somewhere between like five and ten pounds.
5: Uh, so, the okay. So, an Asian elephant is eight thousand, almost nine thousand pounds, and an African bush elephant is thirteen thousand pounds.
2: Yeah, yeah.
5: Yeah. So, um, so
4: the, I'm thinking we can pretty safely assume it's probably an Asian
2: elephant-sized sure. thing. Sure.
4: Yeah, know? but still, yeah,
5: yeah. that's. That's a lot of that's a lot of weight, right? So Um, like, even
2: though Megumi is kind of dealing with all of this weight, like the weight isn't. Um, I wonder how that feels for him, right? Like, is it like a weight that he feels like on his like soul, like internally, or is it like a physical weight that he can feel on his shoulders and his head and his back? You know what I mean? Like, because the way that he's not feeling the the weight the same way Reggie is, I promise you. Like, he literally just dropped an entire elephant on the top of him so he's got to deal with that in a more relatable way and megumi even though he's holding up a lot of weight too it's probably not the same kind of pressure i wonder or or, you know on
5: dispersing it because like two tons would squish me like a bug right right two tons would squish me like a bug and then um i feel like he's somehow dispersing the weight through his curse technique and so like it's probably the weight of it is, like, eating up his um, ability to maintain his spell, right? Like, it's, like, probably burning up his reserves just weighing down on him. He's just like, I got to exert more energy to maintain my spell because this is happening. I don't know. I feel like it has to be accounted for, but I, he's not outright crushed with 2.3 tons so like i feel like it's different um i think that like the weight and mass of max elephant exists but for the like frames of video game purposes like fallout it doesn't count towards your weight limit Mm. it doesn't count towards your over encumbrance because to you it is a shadow conjured out of your energy
2: oh sure But to Reggie, it's like an actual elephant. It's a eight eight <laughs> Another good example would be, yeah.
4: like, I guess the bound weapons in Skyrim, if you've ever played that, Elder I Scrolls. not Skyrim, no. Uh, there's a casting spell that allows you to conjure weapons, and it's not like you're carrying the weight of
5: those weapons, mm-hmm. but you can still conjure them at any point in time. You know? Sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like how bottle caps and gold isn't counted as weight. Yeah. Unless you're doing like hardcore survival mode and stuff. Like exactly. ammo doesn't cost weight, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, that's the way I view it. Um, just immaculate choreography in this fight. Um, yeah. Gumi is just getting harder and harder. And like uh, the part where he goes a little, like he always goes up, like pops off and gets a little unhinged, he just becomes more and more like Toji. He's yeah, just becoming that. more, more and more of a fight uh, beast.
2: beast. Yeah. Uh-huh. Looks like a fucking demon. With he, that he grin, with that like, smile.
5: Yeah. <laughs> looks
2: like a fucking maniac, yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah, dude. So cool. Man, I think uh, I think that's about all I have for Jujutsu Kaisen. Yeah, I'm good, too.
4: Well, with that, I think we can go ahead and get right into chapter 225 of Dr. Stone. Stony. Stoney. Docking <laughs> goo.
3: <Do-kingu.
4: laughs> ah,
2: do-kingu.
4: Uh, hell yeah. It's this a was good. a very tense chapter.
2: Yeah, I wasn't expecting uh there to be tensions like this on the way there. I don't know why. It makes, it makes so much sense. It so it makes all be, the yeah. sense in the world that they would have complications after launch. Just uh, to uh, kind of fill in the gap of yeah. it, you know buff a couple
4: chapters out so that yeah. you know when we get to the moon, Boichi and and, and uh
2: Richie Rowena, and Nagaki are really about to turn pop! up, turn up the butt clench to unheard of levels. So you need a little, you need a little clench in the meantime. I love that.
5: Man, I think it's crazy because, like, it. Oh, guys, did you ever see? I know we reference a lot of movies in here, but I think you know media is tri- fluid and transparent. And everything references everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Martian. With uh Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Right? No, yes. I have Matt Matt I tried to Martian. start that
2: I tried to start that shit like three times and I've always fought. I have asleep. seen that one. I That's haven't one seen the whole thing like, either, but like he, the like, concept he has in to and colonize and that little base on Mars and stuff. Yeah, so wait, yeah. what what's the what's the reference? My bad, or what's the uh what's the um, the
5: link? So like the idea is like in space, anything can go wrong. It's a very delicate system, and uh you have to improvise and like the smallest malfunction can like ruin your life getting up there is the hard part but also making sure that everything was built right the first time without any human error without any technical error you know there's so many moving parts in it and like the perilous like outer space survival series is straight up scarcity horror Mm. right the idea that like the scarcity of things break yes but they can't. Yeah. We only have so many parts. We don't have any yeah. spares. The oxygen we have is limited. The water we have is limited. Yeah, um, and the there way could be some
2: have... things that break that you don't have the equipment to fix while you're up there, which
5: is like do we have supplies to repair? Yeah, we don't have the tools to repair this stuff. Let's go. Like, um, like I think that's huge. Like yeah. this, like this could have taken a massive horror turn where they're like, you know. We're still, we're thirsty. It's been, like, day three. Yeah. We're finally getting things on lock. Um, but, like, our combat ability is severely impaired by the time we face whatever's on Y-Man's moon base. Right, because Just of the like... stress
2: of the, of the, the
5: trip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
4: um, but yeah big butt clench right away on uh, page two and three when they realize that they cannot hear the incoming radio signal from yeah. the ground. That would be terrifying. Yeah. Mm
3: -hmm.
4: Isolation, man. Isolation. At least, and and you don't know that they can still hear you. Yeah. Even. Right, exactly. they can't communicate that.
2: But you, I I I feel like you would, I feel like an astronaut would still operate under the assumption that they could just in case, but that Mm -hmm. would still just be like so fucking scary. Oh my God. And then to go into the panel of them just floating, like right after that realization is had, just like adds to yeah adds to the fucking tension like adds to the heart bit or the Mm. heartbeat skips yeah
5: (laughs) i love sci-fi but like to me being in outer space would probably be the scariest shit ever
2: yeah yeah for sure man it's just like so final it's so like you just have so many less answers to anything Mm -hmm. you know that can go wrong kind of like we've been talking about the whole time basically this review but yeah, but yeah, there's just this, so many this things. This situation with Yo's hair is like, oh my god! I was like, fuck, dude.
4: I'm so confused about this because, like, it's separated from him. How is it yeah. still
2: like being petrified? Um, it, it's, organic. it's still because it's still organic and from you know the a species that is targeted with the Medusa, right? Like, yeah, I, I, I want to like assume. Dead, though. Right, sure. It is dead. It is dead. But. So oh, all Would the Medusa even petrify like a dead <clears throat> human? But, like, yeah, we know that it can because of the
4: last arc. True. But I thought that was like within a certain time proximity. You this is probably to... within that time oh, proximity. Oh, man.
5: That's really True. weird. So that means um, if people died within like a week or a month of being petrified would that like bring their body back to like a more pristine physical state or that's... would it merely just undo the dec- rotten decay that occurred within that week
2: oh sure yeah, yeah. i was going to say like that's like the big question ever since the the last arc because we knew for a fact that hyoga was absolutely dead by the time that he got yeah. petrified but like the amount of time wasn't that long so you would just instantly have to start asking like well how long how long can, How long they, be can dead? they be dead? Yeah, What's yeah. their
5: figurative expiration date? Yeah. Where they're just like, you are dead dead, and yeah. you've rotted too much. It can undo enough to make your corpse pretty, but like... Yeah. What is that? Um, plus, like, the actual hair stuff, um, most of it's, like, your nails and stuff. It's dead cells already. hmm Yeah. Um, but, at the same time, they can trace stuff like stuff in your hair like people can like isolate vitamins that you have or like they use it for drug tests which last like 2 months so like you know you can find stuff in your hair and be able to chemically track it within 2 months so maybe it's a hair from 2 months ago or like a month and a half ago and it's still recognizable as like something that the medusa can affect right yeah Hmm. Hard to say, um, yeah. but, like, they don't have, like, a specific date. There's no calendar on the wall in the background, so it's, like, eh, you know, probably yeah. re- recent enough.
2: Um, yeah, that, that, that made sense to me. Like, I definitely did think about it for a second, and then it was, like... That tracks. Like, literally, the, the conversation we had was the conversation I had with myself in my mind when I read the chapter. Yeah. Yeah. I said all the things you did, like, wait, it's, like, <laughs> separate and dead, and I was, like, oh, wait, but... <laughs> you can bring dead people back, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, dude. But yeah, basically sends the whole
4: electrical situation in their uh, part of the spaceship off. And,
2: uh, but they can't like, continue the docking.
4: They're like, mm-hmm. what the fuck are we going to do? I mean, they could, but they're totally blind. Right. You know? Um, And then the guy comes
2: up. Yeah, how do we feel about We being a th- what they said it was like a stowaway or something?
4: No, not a stowaway. He he,
2: I think did this totally on purpose. Okay. You know, like. So he was originally just going to surprise them with him coming, because he definitely had a spacesuit made for him secretly, right? Maybe
4: he did stowaway, but I don't know. I I guess I figured like he. Since. You know, on page 14, he's, like, at the console, like, knowing he's got to steer the shit into there, you know. um, Like, he basically kind of takes control of the docking situation, you know. Right. So I figure his captain's instinct just kind of somehow let him know, like, oh, they're in trouble up there. They might not, you know.
5: I feel like Zeno but like, would like launching have had to anything know. is like a whole yeah. thing. Like there's a whole production. Yeah, like, it's, it's like you like can't five just you can't
2: just secretly jump in a you know in a pod and press a button and zoom zoom up without anybody really knowing. Same blast
5: on a Krypton, like yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I think that Zeno would have known. Yeah, and Zeno I
2: knows, like everybody down there knows. Have. Everyone down there knows, like what's except going for Gin. Well. Maybe maybe not everybody, but like a lot of people Um, know what's happening right now because someone had to make him the fucking space suit, Mm -hmm. and then they had to launch a space suit. But he's just
5: like Captain Harlock. So what? Oh, dude, he does look like Harlock. That's what I was focused on. Okay. So if he doesn't have a suit, he's gonna stay. Oh, he he does look like Harlock.
2: He does, but no, I didn't notice that at first. But like, that's totally the uh, Harlock vibes right now. But um, but no, so if he doesn't have a space suit, so then he's just gonna stay in the whip
5: i think they're, they're gonna guy. petrify him
2: well sure that has to happen too yeah. i would say i would say eventually but i'm talking about like once, they, oxygen, once they get on the moon he's not going to join them like on the moon he's gonna have to stay on the fucking on the yeah, ship
5: he's the getaway driver i think he's gonna stay on the ship sure okay because he doesn't have the suit like it wouldn't make sense for him to they're like hey this was there was a second idea we weren't sure if we were gonna implement it, but like Xeno's like, I have some I have some intuition. I want to send you. We didn't have enough supplies for a spaceship, but here's a small Medusa, here's some things, we have these materials, we can get you up there and do the part that you are meant to do. But like Stanley needs to do the combat stuff, we don't have the materials to like last minute make you a suit or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's that was kind of the whole conversation for them off the
4: It's really not conducive to like Unpetrify somebody in this spaceship anyway this is just random but like now you got little bits of tiny little pieces of stone floating around everywhere in this zero gravity situation is potentially getting
5: into places where oh they... yeah oh, the filtration sure. system tear that up uh any like sensitive like membrane type things or like foam filters or anything yeah, like that even, just shred even it think all about up about that
2: but they have oh, to yeah. right um I think it might. Wonder what do you do to even not, like deal with that? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That would
5: be. Te- I think that's going to be tension for sure. That we're going to have to like revisit, like maybe a couple chapters later. And they're like, "Hey, we're leaving," and they're like, "Oh, and wait. now our air filter is like fucked up because of the, f- the stone fragments. Now we have to do this other improvisational thing to like return to Earth safely without running out of air."
2: Nah, it could yeah. be, nah, because because they're in the space suits. And then they're petrified and then their uh their revival fluid you know technique or whatever has to mm-hmm. be happening inside of the suit so then all of the fragments just stay in the suit and then you take it off and you're just careful the to first sure. time though they weren't in the suits i don't think oh, 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 they
5: oh, oh. i mean yeah it's, but they like... walked out
2: in the suits you know what i mean i remember them wearing it getting onto the hold on let me go
5: back to the last chapter true no because they did that little like spacewalk thing that yeah, the Apollo yeah. 13 movie yeah, kind of thing they did, like they did, yeah um you know they had the uniform struts uh yeah
2: No, nah, they were definitely petrified in the suits because Senku we have a panel of him literally getting out of it as he wakes up last chapter oh, that's good yeah so yeah so they don't have to yeah I, I knew I was like there's they have to have accounted for that all contained way. within the suits yeah all contained within the suits good shit.
5: Rishway has some like great levity. Like I think that he naturally is like by being so gregarious, like really kind of returned that tension back to like relief. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. He withstood exit velocity. I'm trying Just to.
2: Casually. Yeah, I'm trying to um to like look at the reactions of people after the reuse we reveal and like yeah Zeno just smiling. You could tell that they well, just in their dialogue like it feels like they already knew he was he was going. Like yeah, they all knew this shit. Yeah.
3: All, I don't know. I... All, the,
2: all the all the side characters on page 13 side panel on the double spread. Oh, yep, yep. And was smiling, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the next page it's like Sai is just like speaking casually as if he's not surprised that he's up there um like no one seems like what when de- how did he when did he you know like every it just those seems are like his a- first words in space yeah he never changes yeah
5: <laughs> francois just being like ah yes that is my
2: guy uh-huh. his dream his being fulfilled man i feel like man does this take away from the choice well like yeah like because like those were like that was an amazing chapter for Sui when he came to terms with the fact that stanley had to go and not him you know what I mean? Like, that was, like, a big thing in the, in the story, at least, you know, for me and obviously for Ryusui and everybody. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that was, like, a massive character chapter, a stronger one. And their the character writing's always great in Dr. Stone, no matter what, but that was a really potent one. You know what I mean? And then, like, what? How many chapters later? He's, like out here anyway and it like makes sense and i'm sure that they have like a a plan for it or whatever but just at first it was like so jarring to see him i was like really after all that i was really surprised yeah i I was like
5: very surprised um because you know i thought the choice was very significant and was like not reversible you know i thought it it meant something permanent Yeah. um but at the same time dr stone doesn't always show like the active passage of time so like they may have been in the dark cut comms for a while and every the whole team is just scrambling like okay and recently he's
2: like yo send me up with the next one i'll i'll i'll, I'll figure it out and they're like we're already
5: planning point. to launch that thing so yeah,
2: like last second like he was just like just i'll go i'll go help you know what i mean type yeah. I'm sure we'll get a I flashback feel... or something like that yeah you know, i
5: feel yeah. like that's how my brain has justified it and I yeah like, that
2: feels really good i like that a lot i'm glad that i brought that up because i definitely hadn't thought about it like yeah. that before dude
4: yeah we awesome. uh, we end the chapter with the the merging of riusui's the fourth piece or the third piece and uh is that the complete ship or do they have one
2: more coming in i thought it was five pieces
5: i think that is five
2: yeah because there's a left yeah. And a right yeah
5: left right up down the whole cross and then like the cross section the little x part yeah. The joint. Um, <laughs> I fucking cackled when I saw 1617 and he was doing the human reaction wheel and he's just like, I'm throwing my body around. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. yeah. The human gyro. He's yeah. like,
5: what are you, how are you doing this? I'm going to yeet myself 360 <laughs> a couple times and yeah. go. He's yeah. driving like this. I'm just like, mad man. That's hilarious.
2: Yeah, he's wild. I think I, uh, I love that sentu hits well the I fucking E equals MC squared on his shirt like the most like hype driving ending possible. It's like ka-chung ka everything's good. He's like, all right, let's do this. Boom, put the fucking ready. put the equation on my shirt so you know it's real type shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fucking sick. But yeah, yeah I'm good on
4: shirt with that shit.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm good on Doctor Stone for sure. Me too. All
4: right, yeah, me too. Alrighty, well, with that, I think we can go ahead and jump right into chapter 340 of My Hero Academia. And the name of this chapter is... I Am Lacking This Week. What the fuck?
2: At the very end, The Way We All Became Heroes Part
4: (laughs) 3. The story of how we all became heroes Part 3. And... uh, This chapter...
2: I don't know how to feel about this chapter. (laughs) I love love this chapter, at least in the beginning. I like how even though we don't know the entirety of the plan, obviously, because they want to save that for the actual conflict, we still get this war room kind of discussion. That is just like always one of my favorite scenes whenever we're going into something crazy is like everybody who matters sitting down and going, this is what we're looking at, moving pieces on the board and discovering or deciding exactly how they're going to move. I just always love that scene. And Kohei's, like, really good at this kind of stuff, just naturally. Yeah. So I love the beginning of the chapter uh, yeah. for that reason. Because it's like, man, as soon as, uh, as soon as All Might's, like, whether we're talking about plan A or plan B, what we have to do no matter what is, and I'm just like, oh, what's plan A and plan B, though? Like, do we know that? Like, no, like, gotta, we got to okay. wait for that. But, like, shit. One of my favorite moments early on in the
4: chapter was when um, Ragdoll is talking and Hawks and her are kind of going back and forth. And she's like, oh, taking every precaution, but come on, still. You know, I sure wish Ryoko, da-da-da, you know, could be here. And um, Hawks is like, oh, sorry, they're not here. It's not like we doubt their loyalty or anything. And she's like, meh. And he's like, meh.
5: Meh. Yeah,
4: that's <laughs> <Yeah,
2: he's> going <laughs> along
4: with
5: it so far. <laughs> I just like that he just goes with it cuz like Hawks is just a very easygoing dude and he's just like okay. you know what fuck it. Yeah. yeah.
2: Get along with anybody type dude. Yeah, yeah. it's a good
5: vibe. Yeah. Um uh man, I love Ragdoll's civilian outfit. Like it's mm-hmm. very like it's very classy. It's a little chic. I like the belt. Like the belt buckle's kind of cute. I'm like, ah, oh, this is this is a this, is a, this is like a top streetwear yeah. everyday wear outfit for them like i like that and yeah. i like how in oh my he's good hero, about drip they're oh. so good about that like this seems like fitting for the kind of person that they happen to be and like or age demographic they are because like the wild wild pussycats are kind of older
2: yeah i love the uh i love the divide and conquer strategy or for, mm-hmm. for what they're talking about right now because it's mm-hmm. like man you think about it and it's like yeah, that brings us to, like, the most convenient Shonen, you know, kind of situation that we all, you know, like, kind of, uh, you know, have come to expect from, you know, from the demographic up until this point. So it's like, oh, yeah, we're all going to split into, like, basically, like, you know, 1v1, almost 1v1 kind of situations. And it's like, that's right on time because it's like the last conflict was just an all-out war with pieces all over the chessboard splashing into each other, you know, in big waves all the time. So, like, having the conflict this time for this war be split apart and kind of um, you know, Tactical. isolated tactically. It makes a lot of sense because of how much time they kind of have had to like plan for this one. The last one, the information came kind of quick and they had to react, you know, like right away, basically. The they didn't really... Yeah. yeah, they didn't have time to come up with a strategy like this, so it, it just all feels really good.
5: I, oh, man, I love that because it, like, it logically... I like it because, like, it does have the classic trope but logically frames it, and yeah. then... It'll really reminisce to, like, one of my favorite times of My Hero Academia, which was, like, the training arc. The, the like Not the training arc. It was when, like, the kids were being paired up and fighting the teachers. Right? So, like, when, like, Tokiyami, I think that's the is, license exam, is, right? Uh, yeah, Asui were fighting ectoplasm. Mm-hmm. The guy that could clone himself. I really yeah. liked that. And they're yeah. like, hey, we're preparing you to fight people that may not ha- you may not have a good quirk matchup against. And so I was like, yes, this is what they were trained to do. Like I like that kind of looping back to that style, that moment. Yeah. Yeah. To me, it's very satisfying story-wise. Oh, yeah. Um, I also really dig uh, Dr. Dinosaur. Where is he? He's... Yeah, I saw that. He's hiding, he's hiding. Where but he was he? there dirt with... He's on 9. Yes. Page nine, yeah. yeah. Doctor Dinosaur, Yoshi MD, yeah. I love that Yoshi guy. MD? <laughs> Yoshi MD. Yoshi
4: <laughs> <laughs> MD. I'm fucking dead.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm fucking uh, Doctor Dr. Dinosaur, Yoshi, Yoshi MD. MD took me the fuck out, bro. <laughs> But you want a reptar bar? Dude, I, I,
5: <laughs> no, oh, you need to yeah. talk to Dr. Reptar <laughs> in pediatrics. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even
4: notice this dude. Yeah, dude, I do not
5: know he's in the episode where uh, Endeavor is talking to his family, and his wife shows up at the hospital. Oh, <laughs> doctor! So oh. uh, Doctor Dinosaur is in the background him? there. He's the one like taking care of Endeavor. Doctor Dinosaurs wife shows up no no endeavor's wife oh yeah right right oh i okay yeah right right no that's not an elaborate <laughs> side character no, I, I just i yeah. was, just there I was like wait what I just oh, dr I was,
4: dinosaur's, like,
2: dinosaur's dinosaur, wife where
4: did i miss a whole
5: doctor dinosaur arc, like mini arc. guys like, why didn't you know say that? something like where was this chapters ago <laughs> uh, no but he's a great like background guy that they've tied into like that location and i just like that yeah <laughs> I, love the, I love the minor background characters like um Manual. Yeah. That guy that like yeah. made a Racerhead's eyes wet in the Gigantomachia fight. Yeah. Oh man. Uh,
4: Ida's, kind of uh, Ida's intern. Or Ida's yeah. internship, you know, that's who he did yeah. his internship yeah, yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Two, two, two. yeah.
4: Taught him how to be a, a calm, I like, collected hero, I guess. That, yeah. I don't know.
2: I love okay, the scene man. with Aoyama and Aizawa. I think that this shit yes. was so well done visually and in the dialogue, in the exchange is just like all so good. It's just reinforcing Aoyama's position on the mistake that he made and like Aizawa kind of, you know, not wanting to sugarcoat anything, you know what I mean, and just like giving him the the raw, you know what I mean, like, "Hey, you suck." You know you suck. We all know you suck. We still fuck with you, though, but, like, the one thing that you have to do to make up for this is what is expected of you right now, and I know that you have anxiety about, like, what you'll do when you're faced with all for one again, but, like, even though you fucked up and everyone knows it, like, people were still trying to ride for you, so use that as a strength to get the damn job done, and, like I said, like, I didn't fucking expel you, so... Feel as shitty yeah. as you need to, but then let's get this money. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I just like, love we it. You almost
4: feel like you know, yeah. Aizawa probably has a soft spot for him in this situation, especially because of Kurogiri. Like, isn't this isn't this conversation like kind of juxtaposed in a big way for Aizawa with the conversation with um Kurogiri? Yes.
3: Oh,
2: yeah. I think you that's know, why they flash back to him there for a second. Uh, yeah.
4: they're both people uh just that have been toyed with by all for one you know right. given quirks by all for one cool. and fucking have lost themselves to him. Them. yeah so yeah, I, absolutely. I think
2: especially for aizawa this probably hits home in a different kind of way yeah yeah and this this panel on 13 when he's like because none of the lessons i teach my students are about living a life burdened by guilt as ashamed and despicable as you feel you will walk alongside the friends who still reach out to you and it being just them like no background whatsoever they don't even draw the restraint wraps. That Aoyama has, you know, like, wrapped around because they just want you to see the characters. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's just them, you know? And, like, that shit hits so hard visually for me with the dialogue, too. And then going into the fucking Kurogiri, like, little panel, little panel yeah. there, too. It's just, like, so fire. Kohei's really good at this kind of thing. is t- masterful.
5: Aoyama mm-hmm. hey, actually looks good in those pages.
2: <laughs> like,
3: yeah.
5: design wise he looks good like 12 13 and like especially 14 i'm like man he mm-hmm. actually looks really solid mm-hmm. normally i'm like you have the dumbest design i hate yeah
2: get, out of <laughs> um, get off my face
5: um but like <laughs> yeah uh, i knew you were gonna
2: say that i was waiting for like, <laughs> Wait a minute oh y'all must <laughs> slander St- St- guy, Steve, Bus- <laughs>
5: Steve Buscemi, you know, he's got a weird face. Yeah, sure. So no. Fargo, yeah. He'll hit you with
4: the naval saber.
2: <laughs> hit me with any other technique besides the naval saber, bro. Like just, just shoot me with like, the beam.
4: I don't
5: call- he hits me with the naval saber. You <laughs> <gonna> can call HR. <laughs> you have a long. You gotta you have, have a strongly strong quirk
4: sword fight with your belly button, like.
5: Yeah. We had a chapter called Docking, and you know, they will save Saber somehow worse. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yo, chill! Oh my god. Docking. Holy no, shit. it's good though.
5: What? Um. I. Big Spidey vibes.
2: Okay, go ahead. Oh.
5: oh huge Spidey vibes from Shinso. For Shinso?
2: Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Fuck yeah! No, that's real good. I wonder how his quirk will um interact with for one and shigaraki
5: i think that'll be really fun um
2: yeah. it might i figure i figure that's why he's weapon. here right like that's you know to kind of
5: i think that plus they um isn't Eraserhead still kind of like off active duty oh
2: sure yeah, yeah, yeah. so he
5: they need someone to suppress others yeah. so like need i would that let, crowd control I, yeah. I want him to be like on dobby and like speaking in endeavor's voice mocking him. yo <laughs> i want to uh-huh. see that happen because Dobby's such a piece of shit but
2: like no like think of the situation though like shinso like pulls up on shigaraki says something mm-hmm. to him he responds locks him down but then all for one just takes over instead mm-hmm. of shigaraki and now like does it does it still affect the body or does it affect the soul or the mind
5: um i think that it because the way they're intermingled and it's not keyed off like specific names like stars and stripes um i think i think it would uh, take hold and then he'd try to shift but so if we're doing like the bleach thing and saying you're the king of the horse right yeah. um even though you've swapped places the horse still has, like, a level of that ability affecting it. And so I feel like his movements, like, if he says freeze, he'll still be able to move and do things, but he'll be, like, his range of motion will be, like, a little limited, or, like, his movements will be jerky. Like, he's fighting through it. Like, he's, he's, he'd be able to move, but, like, it'd be like trying to run through water a little bit for him. Mm. Or maybe they'll say, don't use your quirk, and then it's just Shigaraki's quirk, right? Like he does Alpha One doesn't use his stockpile of quirks, and then it's just Shigaraki using his quirk mm. because he yeah. didn't answer. But they're still viewed as the same person, so I feel like there'd be limited effects on them.
2: Sure, yeah, that'd be that'd be that'd be some cool writing too. Is if like when the when the heat is on and they're actually like face to face with each other and the quirks are. You know, working or whatever, we get some kind of, you know, dialogue breakdown of exactly why this situation is different technically, you know, than the situation with like Shinzo and Deku, for example. Because it's like, I don't know, it seems to have like a different effect already just on people that have access to, you know, vestige spaces, period. You know what I mean? Like, that was when he used his quirk against Deku in the sports Mm -hmm. festival. That was like the first time that we got a glimpse into. The previous inheritors i'm pretty sure if i remember correctly yeah, absolutely and like, and like that moment triggered that link you know what i mean like that the effect of shinso's quirk you know created that situation inside of Deku's yeah. mind you know what i mean so or inside yeah, of his vestige so space deep
5: into your subconscious yeah
2: so like it already um yeah yeah, I'm pretty, yeah. Like Shin's. Like that's gonna be a thing that like, we're gonna see, we're gonna get the answer to this question. And like, I'm really excited about that. I feel like it's gonna that. be that.
5: And then maybe add the wrinkle of, because. Mary redeemed
6: a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumbo Casino online.
7: I was only playing for fun. So winning was a dream come true.
6: Chumbo Casino was America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. absolutely anybody could be like mary be like mary log on to chumbocasino.com and play for free now no purchase necessary void were prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details the voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner
5: shigaraki and all for one are still not truly unified in purpose and at odds with each other it'd be interesting to see if, like, Shinzo gets them to answer. It sends them deep, deep, deep into their subconscious, similar to, like, where we had that scene where the the quirks are tearing each other apart in Mm -hmm. Stars and Stripes Revenge. It's in that kind of, like, mind space. And Shigaraki says, like, nope, I'm in charge now. Yeah! Yeah. Like, so I think that'd be interesting to, like, have them use that quirk interaction to, like, seize control from the other. Mm Mm-hmm so I think that might happen in that section um, yeah i'm
2: I'm ready to like that's like the most interesting point now for me in the story is like how Shinzo is going to interact with Shigaraki and all for one like I'm definitely hyped to see like the the fights and the and and everything leading up and all the character writing and whatnot is going be is gonna be great, I'm sure, but like that's like the one thing in the back of my mind now that's like man, when we get that that's gonna be fucking sick, you know hell yeah
5: i <sighs> I like that Shinzo is basically just the next generation's eraser head. It's just yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Like because like Eraserhead's been like in so many fights yeah. and it's all about like a new generation replacing the old and right. like
2: And they have similar power to... sets, right? So it's like
5: Yeah. And I was like, finally, like this has been like a huge payoff being built up for like in the background super and slowly. Yeah. Yeah. And it. I'm just like, yes. Ah, very satisfying, very punchy. Um, I don't think you guys have read this one, but um, it's by a different author and different artist, but it's within the same IP, My Mm. Hero Vigilantes.
3: Mm -hmm -hmm -hmm. Um,
5: That one, um, spoiler alert, um, (laughs) explores Kuragiri's, like, origin.
2: I knew that. Yeah, I remember when we were covering those those chapters. uh, Someone brought it up, yeah.
5: I think that's, like, the way that they've been operating like with the flashbacks here
2: mm-hmm.
5: it seems canon right so yeah. i feel like this author worked in collaboration with horikoshi to like yeah. i'm pretty have sure something it is there.
2: canon i heard that all that shit was because you got like stain, you got like the stain origin almost in yes. there you, you got, got like
5: origin. yeah like yeah the, it's all of that really stuff. good um it's nearing its climax so you guys oh wow for real it's like ending um they've had like a really climactic fight uh um, oh, wow. like it feels like the the beginning of the end of the series or right. if it like, might be the final fight
7: That's it's cool. going
5: balls to the wall right now but they do cover that stuff and so i like that and i think that for me reading that helps me um be a little more moved by uh the scene in 12 and 13 where he's just like hey man uh there's gonna be people people reaching out to you yeah kind of thing. Yeah. Uh because like like uh MC and Eraserhead were both trying to reach out to Kurugiri, and they're like, Hey man, like I know you're fucked up but like is Oh there Present Mike.
2: Up? Oh okay, okay. Present Mike,
5: yeah.
3: Okay. He said um, MC
2: and I was like Deku wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
5: <laughs> yeah. Uh I was blanking on his name for a yeah, second. Yeah, yeah. Present um, Mike, yeah yeah. Yeah, Present Mike and they were just like, Hey man, is there anything left of our friend in there? And it's just like Man, like that, really resonates with Aoyama's position. He's like, "Are they my friends? Like, am I their friend still? Like, is there a friend in me to like be worth reaching back?"
2: And I like that. Yeah, it's beautiful. That's real good. Real good. Love this chapter, man. Everything leading into this has just been so good for me. (sighs) Yeah, definitely that's also, all i had on this, oh this aoyama mini arc is definitely slapping yeah for sure for sure what's up though surprisingly
5: up? um i love the doodles that all might makes for his like magnet yeah ball yeah, yeah i sounds, said like, that yeah it's adorable and i like, said
2: that shit too i was like yeah that's really cool that's creative
5: it's like that's minimalist
2: yeah it's very minimalist but it's like Everything you Effective. need, yeah,
5: yeah, it's it's like the Dr. Stone thing where, like, hey, you conveyed a lot with a very little, let's go, yeah, hell yeah,
4: but uh, yeah, that's the all best, I had for Hero Shigaraki one right there, the hand at that angle, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely, ah, gotcha, <laughs> love it, that's all that's I had for uh, my hero as well. Well, with that, I think we can go ahead and get into the last chapter of the night, the piece de l'existence chapter. 1037 of One Piece. Whoa. Drunken Dragon Bagua. Yeah. We also start off with this little cover story. You know where I forgot we're in the German cover story. Yeah, so did um, I. German Double sixes, Ah, an emotionless excursion, Volume Two. Judge size, and we got Judge here chilling with um, Ichiji and Reiji Yes. So yeah. So cool. wait, isn't
2: this like the um isn't this during their escape from Big Mom, right? That's what this is telling. This is after. Like this is probably just right now, you know. Oh. Okay. I could have sworn that we were
5: Cuz like they're
4: not, you
5: know. I guess I just
2: assumed uh... we were going to get that story in this in this cover story.
5: Oh yeah, with all the snail ships evacuating? Yeah, yeah, cuz like, like we the... got Raju's leg. It
4: looks like a little kind of scraped up bandaged bandaged up here. Yeah.
2: And there's, like, so shit on fire judged. in the background and shit, too. Yeah. So I guess I originally interpreted this as, like, them, like, sighing as in, like, man, Big Mom's coming to fuck our shit up right now. And not just, like, them chilling in present time. But I guess I, I, guess I really just assumed from the, last cover, from the last cover chapter, or last chapter cover, that, uh, that we were just going to be told that story of what happened immediately following Whole Cake
5: Island. Hmm. Maybe. I don't know. I like it. They're just like just chill, and they're like I like. It's just because like an emotional excursion, and then like someone sighs, and I feel like for me that's a very emotional thing to do because it's just like
3: (sighs) yeah.
5: (laughs) So it's like is it on you? It's just like you guys feel a little something frustration maybe, but like something.
4: Yeah. And then uh, we you know well I mean moving right into the actual events of the chapter Mm -hmm. we start off with like. It's, this chapter is pretty much all Luffy and Kaido shit. Beautiful, mm-hmm. beautiful. Yes, yes, beautiful. We get choreography, lots of lots of Luffy and Kaido stuff. But like, how do you feel about this drunken Kaido shit?
2: I think it's fine. I think uh, you I think it's fine. Yeah, I think it's fine. I don't know, man. Because uh, it's like, okay, so he gets drunk, and you're like, oh, now he's like not going to be as effective, or whatever, or he's weakening himself so that Luffy can beat him, or whatever. But then it says right. But I just away, thought his dialogue was way more interesting when he wasn't like drunk oh sure okay okay i i think this is i think this is cool um if on that front like i didn't have like an issue with that i just like automatically just attributed your uh you bringing it up because of you know the the power like the power difference that it might have so yeah if that's not what it is then whatever but I, i i'm like always just ready to combat like the power scaling you know, like, arguments and discourse that I that I see, because it's like, he says right here, it's like, a, I wouldn't make myself weaker, like, don't be dumb, like, I'm totally fine, I, and and I think we can take that at face value, and, like, that's just Oda letting us know, like, it's okay, this isn't, like, him nerfing himself so that Luffy can win. Yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah. It's just see, he's annoying, I'm like, yo, shut the fuck up, like... Yeah, going through
5: all the
2: stages of drunkness. Like yeah.
5: yeah. I mean, he's a, he's a chatty drunk, sorry, he's just... <laughs> cool dude chatty drunk it happens
2: um at least it's consistent like he's been Mm -hmm. getting faded in combat you know what i mean like pretty much the entire time that we've seen him in this arc he he was a his original first confrontation with luffy was drunk he's been drinking and i think it ties back into just how he feels emotionally going through the arc like this is a big like a lot is weighing on this man right now and if he really is like an alcoholic like that then like it makes perfect sense that he would be drinking himself through this
5: I mean he also like it's just one of those things that he enjoys like he likes drinking he likes fighting he yeah. likes winning like he's, he's just that kind of like overindulgent kind of person yeah. like they have the whole feasting thing whereas the rest of the country starves and they're just like eh this is the thing we're gonna yeah. do it we're gonna live the life yeah. um, because but like I a lot it. of
2: like a lot of the psychological shit too like has probably has a lot to do you know with his drinking cause it's like man Like, not only did you get ambushed, you weren't expecting that. You weren't expecting the ambush to be that effective. All of the fucking scabbards were on your shit, hurting you in ways you never thought they could. They were reminiscent of fucking Odin, who you already have, like, you know, PTSD traumas for, you know. And then a motherfucker pulls up with that dude's sword and cuts the shit out of you, which I'm sure Hmm. was, you know. Not ideal. Yeah, you know, like, there's a lot. He's been going through it emotionally and -like. Like Then you have, like, the fucking Yamato shit and like his people are my child rejected
1: me yeah
2: he he could probably tell that his people are getting their ass whooped down there because they're not up here yet type shit you know what i mean there's like Mm. this motherfucker's going through it probably
5: oh man i i kind of liked it because um i remember Jin from Yu haka show during the dark tournament he had the tornado fist wind power Yeah, yeah 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 Chu, there he was. His name was Chu. Chu is drunk the drink.
2: drunk one. Yeah, yeah. Night veg death match. Yep, yep. Yes, yep. I yep. love that.
5: So like for me, I was like, okay, yeah, crusty, hardcore, older guy, warrior guy, getting mm-hmm. drunk because he just likes it. And the idea that like you know, um, like when you do drink, Trust. you do get you do get <laughs> looser. You do get yeah. looser when you drink. Um, you're not held back by a lot more hesitations. And like Haki... They said his haki was swelling and like getting better. Um, and it's almost like he's using the alcohol to kind of like cleanse his like doubts or like the impurities. And reinforce his add. will. will. Yeah. Like he's strengthening and focusing his will. Like it's it's used like a crystal for yeah. a prism for light. Yeah. It's just condensing it yeah and when you're not, drunk not like about other stuff yeah when you're
2: drunk like when you're really drunk, like that you're like you have like yeah tunnel vision for a specific thing a lot of the time and like it's literally just your will like guiding your decision making like when you're yeah. really faded like that like you don't think about so, rational anything logical anything it's just desire <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know and then he's so all limber.
5: Like, he's just like okay i don't hurt as much you know yeah. uh First painkiller was whiskey, so God, like. yeah.
2: that's a really cool um, way to look at that. Yeah. But that the choreography <laughs> is insane, bro. He rushes him with the bog, back backflips over that shit, lands on it, kicks him in the fucking chin, goes to follow up, gets grabbed by the tail, slammed into the headbutt. The headbutts don't even touch because of the Conqueror's hockey. Like, that shit's so drastic. And I always like feel like would oh, to be on twitter bro like i know he's like not or whatever but maybe he is i don't fucking I know he what he's doing but like right when people are. start complaining about choreography in one piece like in droves he drops it's a like banger a choreography chapter he's like oh yeah
5: all right watch Shut this <laughs> silence peasants yeah. uh, no i love that because because like on eight and nine luffy just like plants himself firmly and then yeah. back kicks him just like a donkey dude just like mm-hmm. a ho- kicked to the head by a
2: horse it's gonna go so stupid in the anime oh my god
5: ah uh, it's so good wow yeah, I'm,
2: I'm glad that we're at like we're seemingly just at this you know Luffy and Kaido focus section of the of the arc now and it's like man this is what we've been fucking waiting for like 1v1 Yonko fight like top to bottom like it's a, like it's here, like it's about to be, mm-hmm. like we're we're going towards the end of the arc, actually. And it's like, man, I wonder, uh, I wonder how we'll feel about this fight compared to like a fight like Katakuri versus Luffy when it's all said and done. That's in the I'm anime like. as well. Yeah, in the anime as well too. Like I'm really, I'm really interested in like post Wano discussions, really, because I just want the arc to end. Because this has been like such a headache to follow inside of One Piece community. Mm -hmm. but like also just because it's like man it means so much after this the story changes just so insanely especially with all of like the narrative build up to like more um vague and like mysterious things yeah especially and at the end of this chapter we get a little bit of that too which is wild oh man Uh, like we're really about to see the fall of ayanko right now i know like that's like so crazy to like think about that's why it hasn't
4: even fully said Yeah, i'm literally sitting here like damn, looking at this panel of Luffy kicking Kaido and his shit, like, <laughs> like we here dude, really want to see a young go far right now. Like yeah. damn, bro.
2: Yeah, he shoots the hyper beam. He fucking jumps over it. Like loads up the rock Gatling into the fucking Kondali dragon swarm. That panel was so Ooh. insane. <laughs> that clash is so fucking well drawn, dude. Like all of the impacts hell yeah oh man
5: i like the transition too on those like last few double spreads starting at like oh shit like starting at like 10 11 right yeah it starts like it's more or less like the classic two-page spread mm-hmm. and then it starts veering off into the gatling where it's like hmm off-center and more of a full screen i was like all right like a gradual transition with yeah the framing and i was like yeah, that's sure. nice um my favorite part was the little old man at the beginning who was just like this is the one day of the year i get to drink i'm gonna talk shit oh shit. yeah and they're like yo yo yo, chill orochi orochi <laughs> and they're like hey secret police you know we gotta watch out yeah. and it's like nah i don't give a fuck that guy sucks <laughs> like,
3: yeah oh yeah
4: Hell yeah, he said, no, look at the fuck, that guy sucks. <laughs> so, I <laughs> think we got to talk about the elephant in the room here.
2: Hey, I see what you did there.
4: The last part of the chapter. Yeah. We move into Mary Joie. Yeah. And I'm just going to say this, like, entire two pages worth of dialogue here, because it's just like... Yeah, do it it. Is, it. it is what it is. Yeah, do it up, We move to Sacred Mary Joie, red line. This year's reverie is simply accursed. Oh yeah, let it go already. It's what is unfolding in Wano that makes matters pressing now. Who could have imagined the battle would become this intense if we strike it? should be. Um, it should be now. I presume we have Nico, Robin, and custody already. They think that. Whatever. Um. So the ships are waiting near Wano. There's a huge shadow up ahead. What was it? Da-da-da-da. I don't know. An island. Zoe. No, that's impossible. That fruit... It's just so weird how this fucking conversation flows, bro. Mm-hmm. So oh, the, nameless the elder fruit? Stars, the Goro say they're saying there is a nameless fruit. The dialogue is uh the fruit is only a legend now even to us. It has not awakened for centuries. Yeah. Upon centuries. Yeah. Uh and then another one of the Goro say, then why would the government bother to give that one specific devil fruit another name? Yeah it's to
2: erase that fruit's name from the annals of history isn't it so yeah the conversation moves so weird cuz it's like they know what they're talking about and we do they're don't. speaking so in codes like, on yeah. purpose yeah well like no they're just speaking as if like everyone in the room knows what the fu- like we, we we jumped into the well, middle of a, we jumped into the a middle of the conversation there. yeah yeah there is a little bit of a time and there is a little bit of a break in time as well yeah
5: i wonder what the elephant is
2: that's Zunisha. Zunisha? Mm-hmm. Zunisha is the giant elephant with zo on its back, and he like, she. I think it's a. I think Zunisha is a girl. Is what they said. I yeah. use she for her. But yeah, she fucking.
6: Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize
7: playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true.
6: Chumba Casino was America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life changing cash prizes. Absolutely, anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbocasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Uh,
2: fucks Smacked up Jack. Fuck out of Jack. Yeah. yeah, Jack and his ships. Like after the, at the end of the Zoe arc, she like sunk uh. all of Jack's ships. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So.
4: What the fuck is this fruit? Is it Luffy's fruit? Is it Law's fruit? Is it a fruit we don't know about yet? Is it does Zunisha have a fruit? And that's what they're talking about? Is it the fruit of the person who gave Zunisha their order? Yeah. Is your is Uranus a fruit? that they they changed the name of uranus
2: i remember thinking it was like the gomu gomu originally like in your in your uh live reaction i think i said that and that was just like the first thing that came to mind like when they said you know because i read the i read the uh the scan too and it's there's even like different wording in the scan or whatever but i but then when you were talking about it i was like yeah no it's got to be a fruit that no one knows about that they're trying to keep from people from knowing about or whatever yeah, well, I mean
4: I've seen good arguments that it could be Luffy's fruit, but the best argument I've seen against it is probably that uh in the Canon Oda like it's been stated in the story, the bio Oda you know, just through dialogue that um uh, when a person eats the devil fruit they they'll know its name, mm. and uh that luffy just isn't the type of person to hide the real name of his devil fruit. So, a casually in conversation at some point in time, somebody would have said the name of the devil fruit, and he'd be like, no, it's actually this. Yeah, you know? yeah,
5: yeah, yeah, Hmm. Yeah, th- that's,
4: um, okay. that to me, I'm like... Yeah, that, 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 checks. that checks. Yeah, out. I mean,
2: yeah.
5: okay. What was that part? How many decades it was before it regenerated?
2: Oh, no, I think I think the fruit can regrow pretty much right away, right?
4: Yeah, yeah but
5: they were talking about something hasn't it awakened. It hasn't
4: awakened for centuries upon centuries. So the people have had the fruit, yeah. but nobody's been able to awaken it for hundreds and hundreds of years. Hmm. I wonder. Um... I'm guessing since the void century, 900 years, whatever.
5: Hmm makes you wonder what kind of power that is because we have powers that are like really powerful just absolutely like consequential like the magma the ice um you know marco being able to turn into a phoenix blackbeard's like weird void shadow magic um what kind of stuff is that? Like, it's not. Is it a zoan? Is it elemental? Is it more of an abstract ability?
2: What if it's just it the what? devil fruit, like the original devil fruit?
5: <laughs> yeah, it's the devil, devil fruit. Yeah, the devil,
2: devil. <laughs> <laughs> What would that even mean? I have no idea.
4: Could uh, be like become a, a sea devil.
5: I don't know. It would
2: yeah. be like a ancient,
4: mythical, godly, zoan fruit that just gives you crazy, you know...
5: The Leviathan fruit. Yeah. Um, you
2: know, godly abilities. God, I feel like that's too much even for One Piece.
5: That's too Leviathan much. Leviathan, zoan or something. I don't know. I think the sea devil fruit would be hilarious.
2: Sea devil.
5: And it's just like... You've become a mythical creature. Okay, fine. Fuck it.
2: <laughs> what if, like, I've, like, I've always been, because obviously there aren't any fruits that have to do with, like, water like that, right? Because, mm-hmm. like, obviously that's just, like...
4: The, know, water zone, con- the water zone. contradictory or whatever. Yeah.
2: But, yeah, like, what if it's just, like, a water... Like, like this, you know, like a water fruit. Because it's, like, think about how strong that would be. It's like, man, like, we're fighting on water a lot of the time. And it's like if there was a user that could just manipulate the entire ocean I mean, I mean and that's like that really would lend deal.
5: towards like like neptune right like like instead of uranus it's neptune or something like that and they're just oh, like yeah shit. neptune yeah he's the thing like or like poseidon or whatever it's yeah like, i think it's you, poseidon you, and neptune if, yeah, yeah greek if, is if you can greek. control water if you can turn your body into water merge with water and then just control water within a certain distance you would effectively be god of the sea
2: right type shit and it's like it's 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 contradictory or whatever in some kind of way and that's why we haven't seen them or whatever is like kind of like just how i've been thinking about that for for a while but like i feel like the the fact that we haven't seen that besides it just like not making sense inside of the power system up to our current understanding is also yeah. just because it's otis saving that for some reason is just a thought that i have as well and it's like man
5: or he could just go super troll and call it the one piece fruit <laughs>
2: just, like, trying to think of, like, how that even, like, works. Because it's, like, man, Aokiji with the ice fruit, it's, like, you see him on open water, and it's, like, it's over with too. You know what I mean? So it's, like, what about (laughs) this fruit in relation to the example that I just gave about it being so strong because you can just control water? It's, like, what makes that more powerful than just Aokiji just freezing the fucking ocean you're fighting on? Because it's, like, it's... And now I'm, like, hmm, uh, like, I don't know. Back to... Back to the you know, back to the back of the mind box
5: for that, because it's like... Yeah, it's like, what could it be? Yeah, I have no, just, I, have no idea. I feel like it has this to be something such... that's just, oh, pow, overpew, over eh, 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 that's overpew.
1: Yeah. This feels <laughs> like
4: such a dick tease, too, because, like, I feel like this is just not even going to be talked about for another fucking,
2: like, 30 chapters. I know. Dude. Like, maybe even longer, who fucking knows? Yeah. Like, yeah, One Piece is that's you gotta deal with that. It's like super interesting plot thread has just been hung down. And you're Guess just like, when you're gonna get that wrapped what up? What is he
3: talking
4: about? What's going on with Zunisha? Ah!
2: <laughs>
5: Two thousand ship deals The fact
3: that shit.
4: It's juxtaposed with this Zunisha panel though, makes yeah, me yeah. think it
2: has to do with Zunisha, and we're gonna get the answer sooner rather than later. I didn't take it that way. I looked at it as just like. Yo, like they're talking about that thing, and also Zunisha is here to fuck you up. Ah
5: oh, man, what if it's like? But it could
2: obviously just
5: be either one, you know. Whatever. I think it'd be interesting if it was like the Kraken fruit, oh, and just Jesus. you turn into the Kraken. Like it's the Kraken Zoan trope. Like this is one of the oldest sea creatures alive. Have we seen and any marine? Up, because, look, an- have look, we seen
2: any marine animal zoans yet? Look, not that I'm aware of. Yeah, I me mean, neither.
5: But that's why it'd be so
3: pokey. The okay, huh?
2: Yeah,
4: They're talking with the older stars. Yeah, well, hold on, real, real quick, real quick, real
2: quick. Through. Real quick, I feel like that doesn't work, though, because, like, then how do you swim as in your marine animal form?
5: Uh, how does that I mean, work? Yeah. That's why I'm, like, yeah, it's yeah. probably because of... That's why it's, yeah. like, a special fruit that, like, takes forever to awaken. It's just, oh, like... Oh, sure. Like, because, um... Because, like, Krakens themselves and squids were nicknamed sea devils. Oh, wow. So, I didn't know if that. they're, if, like, because they're, like, you know, they'll destroy things and stuff um, and tear apart ships, and there's always those horror stories about that. Um, so, like, the fact that sea devils made the fruit, what if the sea devils are actually a thing and they're just, like, squids, like, giant evil, magical squids that have fruits that grant people random-ass powers, and they made a Kraken fruit.
2: Insane.
5: Yeah,
2: I don't That'd know. Be just a thought. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Oda has yeah, done
5: weirder stuff, so... Yeah,
2: Oda would be on in his weird bag sometimes, for sure. But yeah, Eagle, sorry. Go ahead, man.
4: It's just weird, the flow of this conversation, because like, they, they, they're on the Denden Mushi... Like they're saying all, yeah, they're talking about. Sorry, the elder stars are talking about the fight between Big Mom and Hokkaido, Just saying anything could happen. Um, hopefully, we have her in custody already. Nico Robin, and then they're telling on the Den and Mushi all the ships to all the ships to stand by. They say all ships remain on standby, and the guy. In the black hat on page 17 goes, um, and they go, what is it? And they said, there's, there's a huge shadow up ahead. What is it? I don't know. An island. And then there's like a passing of time, kind of like white panel kind of. And then we go back to the elder stars and they're saying, "No, that's impossible. That fruit is only a legend now, even to us. It has not awakened for centuries upon centuries. Then why would the government bother to have to give that one specific devil fruit another name, and then we get the to erase the the or to erase from the annals of history?" But the conversation shifts from Big Mom and Kaido and Robin. To this fucking devil fruit, and it it shifts because of something this dude says on the Denden Den Mushi. When
2: Zunisha shows up, no, I think that that's just a coincidence, right? Because he's like, I don't know, an island, and then you think that the bald Gorse with the giant mustache is saying, no, that's impossible to the to the an island dialogue bubble. But like, I think that they're just continuing their conversation after a break in time. I don't think that they're talking to him on the on the Den Den Mushi at all. I think that that's just a separate conversation that's happening uh, throughout their com system, and it's and it doesn't have anything to do with what the Gorosei say are talking about at all.
4: But what conversation are they
2: continuing though? Right, Oda is just not showing us that. He's making it, It's it's confusing on purpose. It go, right, what I are they talking really about? Disagree. Okay. And but, CP like, the way that I see so it, because it's like, okay, shit. they're having their first conversation here in this middle dialogue bubble. When Kaido and Big Mom are involved in a fight, death could easily come for anyone, which makes it the perfect cover to eliminate inconveniences. And then time is shifting over to this at sea near Wano. All ships remain on standby. Um, what What is it? Like, Does do like, you think that they're talking to the Gorosei? Yes, via Den and Mushi. Right, but, like, I don't even see them... Like, they're talking to each other. They don't even have a Denden Mushi.
4: Yes, he does. On the top of page 17, this dude in the black hat is yeah, holding a Yeah, but where's a their
2: Denden... Where's the Gorose's Denden They
4: always got one right on a little table in the office, in the tent.
2: Is, is, that, about? is that right? I mean, I can't see a Denden Mushi. If they always have that, I right just Right in don't... front of them
4: on the table, there is a Denden Mushi.
2: Okay, you see it? Or you're just yes, saying right it's right there because the it's table always in there? in front of them. I don't even see that. There's just things on it. I don't even see... The Denden Mushi at all. I I can't make out anything on the table.
5: I don't know. It's hard to say. Yeah, Um, it's very
2: hard to say. That's what I'm saying. It's like, are they they... even communicating with them? I know you want to think so because the conversation seems to flow right back to the Gorosei as if they're talking to him on the Denden Mushi. But I'm saying I think that these are two completely separate conversations leading into the uh, the last panel, right? Because Zunisha is pulling up on the boat, on the ships that's linking to what the guy in the black hat is talking about but then their dialogue from their separate conversation is also superimposed over that scene as well so i think that it's just two conversations in parallel yeah God. i yeah. i think that would be really weird i, think it's,
5: okay. I mean that it's it is a
2: weird conversation to be honest they don't um, have to be talking I, to the Gorosei though like this dude could be talking yeah. to like literally anyone else inside of the navy that he'd be regularly using his communications device or uh, communication system for. Like, I, I really don't think they have to be talking to the Gorsei at all. The Gorsey are having a completely different conversation than what they're talking about with the black, What the guy with the black hat is talking about.
4: Well, yeah, but why would you include a random fucking person on the Den, Den Mushi to let know.
2: you know that Zunisha is pulling up?
5: Yeah, I feel like they're referring to Zanisha. When they're like erase that fruit's name from the Annals History. Yeah, it? I think that's what I think that's
2: what Eagle thinks too, but I'm saying I think that they're that these are just two completely different conversations that are happening. Mm-hmm. The guy on the black hat is telling his people that a giant shadowy figure is, is pulling up to the behind the ships and the Gorosei are having their conversation about Kaido and Nico Robin and this fruit completely separate. Okay. Yeah. Okay i see i see where you're coming that's from. just that's um, just that's just my interpretation of it it definitely doesn't have to be factual but that's just like my take i mean
5: it. that's fair and i also feel like the ambiguity of it is the point a little bit where right it's just like am i talking about it straight or am i being a little sly about it right mm-hmm. check out next chapter find yeah. out like 10 no chapters. not next <laughs> chapter
2: yeah at least 10 find i'm down, guessing 10 chapters,
5: <laughs> gonna find out yeah. Uh,
2: <laughs> but definitely like very awkwardly composed. I agree with that. You know mm. what I mean? Because it's like up until like when I when we started this review, I definitely thought the same thing, I think. Because it's like because yeah. the dude's like, err, there's a huge shadow up ahead. What is it? I don't know. An island question mark. And then it goes back to the Gores, and he's like, No, that's impossible. It sounds like he's answering that dude's question. Mm. And but that just like a, like after the conversation and reading it again, I just don't think that's what's happening anymore, so I'm saying it's not a, not that it's
4: impossible. I'm just saying yeah. Yeah. I think it's a little, little little sticklery to to say that because I can't point out a den and mushi like. We know I they just always couldn't see it. One. I, I, I we didn't know they're always linked to this situation. They're specifically referring about what's unfolding in Wano. Yeah, yeah. We know 100% beyond the shadow of a doubt they have a Denden Den Mushi to one of these ships. Yeah, right. Absolutely. It's keeping that's, them up to date
2: on the situation. That's like, for sure. But that doesn't mean they have to be using it right now in this scene.
4: They're giving commands to this dude.
2: Yeah. It, I mean, it seems that way. It seems that way. All coast, ships yeah. remain on standby. We don't see who's actually saying that you're like you're like you're making an assumption your assumption is fine but i don't think the chapter confirms anything one way or the other really, one way or the other yeah if you wanted to get yeah. that, i that's think what I'm saying.
4: i think it's an easy okay assumption to make that
2: yeah it is
3: talking,
2: i i good literally good. just said i thought the exact same thing as you when we started the review <laughs> like moments ago
4: it's fine that's fine yeah like i get um, what you're saying
2: bro i just don't think that's the case anymore
5: I want, I'm interested to see, cause like.
2: Let us know in the comments what y'all think. What, what, how is the conversation going? Do you think it's what Eagle is saying? Or do you think it's what I recently introduced? Let us, let us know down there. Or if it's something different, throw that in, throw that in too, of course.
5: But yeah.
2: Yeah. But I think that's pretty much all I had. Yeah, I think I'm good on One Piece too. All right, well, I think that'll do it for
4: this chapter of One Piece. I think that'll do it for this episode of the Project Manga Podcast. So, thank you all so much for watching. If you did, be sure to slap a like on this video if you enjoyed it. Make sure that you subscribe to the channel as well for more fire ass Weekly content. Make sure you comment on this video. Let us know what you thought of this week in Jump or uh, the conversation as a whole. And uh, as we said before, be sure to check out the description box down below where you can find links to any and all of our individual social media accounts, such as Twitter, online communities like Discord, and uh, places to support the podcast, like our online shop and our Patreon, as well as audio listening platforms to consume the podcast on. Oh, yeah. With all that said, this will be another stupendous episode of the Project Manga Podcast wrapping up. I'm your host,
5: Eagle. Knox. Melo Yenis. Peace.
0: Imagine your new bathroom a sparkling new tub a modern shower conversion a seamless new wall all done in as little as a day introducing bath fitter join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process no demolition no mess guaranteed for life installed in as little as a day book a free and home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now bath fitter 35 years of better bath remodels